Faces, we're here at the home of the Lugolf Elgin Demons down I-77 to bring you Fort Mill Yellow Jacket football as the Yellow Jackets take on the Demons of Lugolf Elgin. And what has been an interesting matchup the last couple of years, Rob McNeely has defeated these Demons as the coach of Fort Mill the last two times he has coached against them. You had last year, 2021, where he won against them, and then two years ago in 2019 where he got the win there. Tyler Cup here with JT Tiger, John Turner, as we're ready to bring you high school football on a Friday night. It is week four. And ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to start with the fact that I now know what it feels like to have been a bodyguard for Elvis. Uh, Tyler <laughs> Cub back in familiar surroundings. This entire town knows him. They love him. It's been awesome to see that big smile on his face. He's a great guy. Well-deserved. And you're right, Fort Mill and Lugoff Elgin. And... Of Rob McNeely's three victories as the head coach of the Jackets, two of them against the Demons, as you mentioned. And it's a really intriguing matchup tonight because Lugolf Elgin does something that Fort Mill doesn't do very well. Lugolf Elgin can run the football between the tackles. Fort Mill has struggled to do that. Conversely, if Fort Mill can spin the football through the air and maybe sustain drives down the field against this Demons defense, you could see a very interesting game. This could be a nail-biter going back and forth. But the keys. The key to me, and I know I preach about this every week, special teams. Fort Mill by Rob McNeely's own admission, they've been poor so far this season. If they're poor tonight, Lugolf Elgin is good there. I think the Demons win. Fort Mill all-time against the Demons is 17-4, and four, and I have called quite a few of those as the play-by-play <laughs> voice of Lugolf Elgin on the losing end of things. But, not uh, so nice end. Yeah. These two squads, though, always competitive because I've always thought very – uh, uniquely similar in terms of their fan bases, in terms of their participation, their programs and numbers and this has been always a fun game to call here the last three, four years between this bunch. Well, th the games have always been entertaining, but look at both sides. Look at the, the fans that have gathered here tonight in the home of the Demons. It's packed here on the home side. The Fort Mill contingency is still piling in across the way and you're right. It doesn't matter what the records are and all that stuff. Fort Mill's going to show up, and they're going to show up in mass. So does Lugoff Elgin sporting the red jerseys with the red pants for the first time. Looks pretty sharp. As a broadcaster, selfishly, thank you very much to whoever decided <laughs> to do that. It's a little easier on the 47-year-old eyeballs. Okay. All right, we will step aside, get ready for a kickoff between the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets at 0-4 and the 2-2 Lugoff Elgin Demons. They're looking for three in a row. They're feeling good. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to High School Football in the OTS Sports Network. Football is here and so is tailgating. And McDonald's has family bundles under $15. They're sure to get a big cheer. Available at participating York and Lancaster County stores. And don't forget to download the McDonald's app for 20% off your order. Is your child struggling in school? Do you know a student 16 to 19 years of age who has dropped out, lacks discipline, or is on a destructive path? Then give the Will Lou Gray Opportunity School a try. The military-style school provides an alternative education to young adults in need of a second chance by offering academic instruction by state-certified teachers and job-based training. Students live on campus during the 14-week program, which is virtually free. For more information, contact 803-896-6480 or at willlougray.org. 
This is Debbie from Southern Salads. You know our salads. Now try our burgers. They're half pound and hand patted. For a twist, try our cheesy burger with spicy pimento cheese or our southern burger with slaw and chili. Southern Salads, your favorite place to meet and eat. Untangling your headphones, finding the right remote, saying goodbye to your favorite shirt that hasn't fit in 10 years. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who live in your community and answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like finding a new favorite shirt. That's simple human sense. This is Robert Allison. See us at Springs Insurance, Fort Mill, Lancaster, and Indian Land. Protecting what's important to you. Trout Firehouse Subs, spicy Cajun chicken sub with Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, house-made Cajun mayo, and jalapenos, all on a toasted sub roll. And remember, a portion of the proceeds go to first responders. Only at your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard, Antigua K. Founders knows you must use your best money-saving strategies to reach your full financial potential, including finding the best interest rates on your credit cards. In our current economy, you've got to make every dollar count. That's why Founders offers low balance transfer rates on all their credit cards. Get the most out of your credit card. Visit foundersfcu.com slash cc to apply and save today. Terms and conditions apply. Membership qualification required. Federally insured by NCUA. Football is here and so is tailgating. And McDonald's has family bundles under $15. They're sure to get a big cheer. Available at participating York and Lancaster County stores. And don't forget to download the McDonald's app for 20% off your order. Back on the campus of Lugolf Elgin High School to bring you high school football on a Friday night. It is... Week four of the high school football season as Fort Mill coming in at 0-4. Lugolf Elgin at 2-2. The Demons knocked off the Eagles of Airport a week ago, 23-15. Fort Mill lost to Indian Land, 34-0. And Lugolf Elgin, as John Turner mentioned, is in the all-red. Red tops, red pants, white helmets. And for Fort Mill, they're in the blue pants, white tops with the gold helmets. And we are just about ready to go. A great crowd on hand for Lugolf Elgin. A still arriving crowd for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets down I-77. And it must be some sort of patriotic night for the Demons because the paint crew is uh, out in full force in the red, white, and blue. And it's not the uh, red and blue of the Demons. It's the red, white, and blue of America. America, yeah. Some of them even ha- are using the American flag as a, as a cape. <laughs> almost like a superhero of some sorts. But but we're going to start off right off the bat here with special teams. And go back to last week, Tyler, when Fort Mill fumbled the second half kickoff. Now, Coach, uh, Coach Rob McNeely stresses special teams. So I'd like to see Fort Mill get a lot better tonight in that area. A big return right here would set the tone. You want to take the home crowd out of it. If you're Lugolf Elgin, you want to feed off that energy. And like you said, they really packed the home stands. They're, they're itching to cheer on their team. So Lugolf Elgin will kick it off from left to right. Fort Mill will have the football first, as John Turner told you, and we'll see what the Yellow Jackets have out on offense for the first time tonight, and that one will sail into the end zone for a touchback. So we will see more than likely Isaiah Haynes back in the lineup for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. It was a different quarterback, and Colin Martin playing against the Indian Land Warriors. Haynes was unable to play last week, and we expect to see him tonight. We'll see who trots out there. And it is Isaiah. It is Isaiah. One. Yes, sir. So Lugolf Elgin will send out their defensive front, and this is a defense that has played much better in the last two weeks than the way they started 
the 2022 season. And they will come out in a three-man front. For Fort Mill, they're in that pistol wing tee type formation as they like to run the triple option. And before we get started, we've got flags. Yeah, penalty before we even had the first play for scrimmage, a very inauspicious start. And it's offside against Lugolf Elgin. That's going to drive Coach Matt Campbell absolutely bananas. A penalty before the ball's even snapped. And, and that's the kind of thing that, that does get you beat. Now, Lugolf Elgin trending upward, though, Tyler. Like you said, 2-2 two and two on the season. They, they've already won more games already this year than they did all last year. So things looking up for Lou Alfields and Fort Mill trying to get that first one of the season. And it's going to be a pitch far side to the back. And he's going to get close to the first down yard marker as he just got the edge and was forced out. And that's Max Piercy that took the late pitch from Isaiah Haynes. And again, Isaiah will do that. It's really, really dangerous. It's, it's a high risk, high reward kind of maneuver to pitch it that late. But Piercy all by himself. And Piercy, very very unique player. He can play slot. He can play running back. Yeah, Max Piercy, kind of a utility man for this Yellow Jacket offense. He just picked up the 10-yard gain. It's going to be first down and 10, new set of downs. And they give it off tackle to the back, and he's going to be drugged down for a short gain there. It'll be second and short upcoming. They give him three yards on the play, so second and seven as this band is playing loud early on. Fort Mill. Needs a good start here. Remember, they had a good start against Indian Land, drove yeah. all the way down inside the 20 and had that bad snap, was unable to get a field goal. And it was all downhill from there as the Warriors won 34 to nothing. Here's a run far side. Isaiah Haynes kept it instead of pitching it. He actually picked up positive yardage out across the 35 to the 37-yard line. Another positive gain, going to bring up a manageable third and four, and that's what Fort Mill needs, manageable third down situations where they're not having to pass. Perfectly said. They want to be able to run or pass on third down, and the only way to do that is to stay on what they call schedule. That's third and three, third and four, third and five. They get the third, seven, eight, nine, you're going to have to throw the football. Three receivers on the near side, one to the far side. Haynes back to pass, going to throw over the middle. Got his man at the 45, still on his feet, a shifty move at the 50, finally taken down inside Demon Territory at the 47. Who caught that pass? That's Van Piercy who caught that pass as a quick slant across. Now, Lugolf Elgin shows a 3-3-5 defensively, but they're walking a player up. In that particular case, they walked up two, and they blitzed through the B-gap and C-gap on the right side of the Fort Mill offensive line. The Jackets offensive line did a fantastic job of picking it up, making it an easy pitch and catch. So, out of the shotgun snap, two backs in the backfield. Back to pass is Isaiah Haynes. going to be a swing pass to the back, but it was just a little too far out of the reach of Bo Blankenship on the far side. Second down and 10 upcoming. And that's something that Rob McNeely and this offensive staff is trying to do, mix it up a little more on offense. And I believe that's the first time we've seen any sort of design play like that where they try to get it to the back out in space on a little swing pass. And right, and, and it is. And it's almost like a run play in, in, in a way because it's such a high percentage throw. And right there, Isaiah's got to slow his feet down, keep his base and his fundamentals true to get that throw completed. Second down and 10, two backs in motion, going to hand it off straight ahead. And that is Cade Haley powering his way inside the 35. Cade Haley with a first down run, 15 plus on the play. And let me tell you something about number 22, Cade <laughs> Haley. Uh, you know, I covered Lugolf Elgin for many, many years, has been documented in the pregame and all this week on the OTS media stations. Talked to Matt Campbell, the coach of the Demons. He said, give me about 10 of 22. I love the way Cade Haley plays. That's coming from the opposing coach. High praise. 
Here's Isaiah Haynes coming near side. Can't pitch it out. He's going to be sacked back in the backfield behind the 40. Numerous demons back there to get him. Give credit to Will Rabin. Also give credit to number 45, David Miller. And David Miller, to me, Tyler, is the one who made that play right there. He didn't commit on the inside handoff or on the pitch guy. He played his assignment perfectly. He waited on Isaiah Haynes to just get in front of him and put all the pressure on the quarterback. That's how you got you have to be patiently aggressive. Second down and 17. Ball at the Demon 41. Fort Mill just crossed the 50, but they're going the wrong way. And it's going to be a delayed hand. No, going to pitch it near side. Faked me out. Here's a run by Schaefer, and he gets inside the 25, down to the 20-yard line. A 20-plus yard gain on second down and 17, and it couldn't come at a better time. That was Dylan Schaefer, the senior wide receiver. Yeah, two-sport athlete. He's going to UNC Wilmington on a baseball scholarship. Uh, his father, former major leaguer, he's listening tonight, by the way. He's already texted me, so appreciate you tuning in tonight, wherever you may be across the OTS Sports Network. But right there, again, a very dangerous pitch, a very late pitch, but a broken tackle. That's the third missed tackle of this drive by the Demons. So out of the shotgun once again, back in the backfield, you've got three receivers right, one left. Different-looking formation. And it's going to be a pitch far side to the back, trying to get that 20. He does, but immediately tackled far side of the field. I think that was Jeremiah Huff on the far side, but what a tackle there on the play. That was Grayson Deal on the carry. And, you know, that's the thing about Fort Mill. Here in this first drive, John, they've already handed it off to four different players on this drive. They try to mix it up, and they also try to keep kids fresh but they're also doing different things out of similar formations you've seen on film. They're mixing it up. They've done some self-scouting. Second down and 10, and he's going to be wrapped up in the backfield. That was a broken play from the jump as a helmet comes off. That's Isaiah Haynes. He looks to be okay. But broken play from the jump. He took that snap, and there was a breakdown on that line and a miscommunication in the backfield, and the Demons were able to get a big tackle for loss. So third down and 13. Fort Mill has already picked up a long second down conversion on second and 17. They need it here on third down. And if they don't gain any yardage right here, that would put them at somewhere around a 41-yard field goal attempt. Now, we've seen Jackson hit that from 36. It could have been good from 56. But if you're Fort Mill, you want to at least get half of this to give your kicker a better chance. Third down and 14. Three receivers on the near side, one on the far side. Looking over the defense, three-man front. Demons are showing blitz, and they're coming from the near side, but a flag is down. And look at this, John. They put in a new quarterback. That's they, Colin Martin. And, and they had to, and I'll tell yeah. you why. Isaiah Haynes' helmet flew off. Coach McNeely was barking at the official, the, the down judge across the way, that he thought that should have been a penalty. And the reason he was politicking for that is if it's a penalty, the player helmet comes off, he gets to stay on the field. Right. There wasn't a flag, so Isaiah Haynes has to come off for at least one play. Good call, good catch. It was a penalty on Lugol Felgen. Their second penalty on this drive, so it's going to be third down and nine. And this is a big third down for a Fort Mill offense that has really struggled so far this season. I mean, their best offensive output was probably that Chester game. And I think what the conversation here is, Isaiah tried to come back onto the field, but 
that was not a play. That penalty, that doesn't count as one play. There right. has to actually be an actual play from scrimmage, and that's what Coach McNeely was trying to politic again. We are scoreless. First drive of the game for the Yellow Jackets. First drive of the game for either team. 6.48 remaining in the quarter. Yellow Jackets are on the move, but a third and nine inside the 25. Martin back to pass, and another flag is down. This is going to be false start. It is, and it's one of those things that drives me absolutely nuts. You're a wide receiver. There is no reason for you to have a false start. You're staring at the football. You know what the snap count is, and a wide receiver on the near side, the X receiver just went a half a step too quick. It's going to cost Fort Mill the five yards that the Demons just gave him. So third down and 14, back where we were just a couple of moments ago. And it will be the Yellow Jackets just inside the 25-yard line of the Demons. Three receivers left, one right. Looking over the defense, three-man front once again showing blitz for the Demons. Back to pass is Martin. Looking, throws, and that is caught by the receiver well short of the first down at the 22. And this is going to be an interesting position here for either a fourth down attempt or a field goal attempt, and it looks like they are going to attempt a field goal here. The unit comes out quickly here, John. And this is going to be a tougher kick for a right-footed kicker because it's on the left hash. Uh, a lot of folks will say, oh, it's the right hash. Well, they are allowed to pull it. This way they've got to slice it a little bit. It's, it's a really harder technique for a right-footed kicker, plus it's going to be a 30, going to call it a 38-yard attempt. 38-yarder here. From the near hash, this is Jackson Smith. Snap, spot is good, and it's blocked. The kick is blocked, and just like that, Lugol Felgen gets the ball back in all that momentum. Mirror of last week where Fort Mill took the opening possession. Ex exactly the same thing, John. Field. Fort Ex Mill yes. went right down the field, yes. got in a field goal range. You know, that time the, the snap was good. The hold seemed to be good, but... The yeah. blocker is unable to take that demon force, and they were able to block the uh, attempt. So the demons will come out on offense for the first time tonight. Half the quarter is gone. Fort Mill held the ball for that long, and yeah. to come away with absolutely nothing, that's disheartening. So we'll see the demon offense for the first time tonight, led by the sophomore, Jake Morris. He's a two-sport athlete that also plays pitcher, and an outstanding pitcher at that. Helped the Demon baseball team make a deep run in the postseason as a freshman came on late in the season as the first run of the game is to Sky Harder, and you're going to hear his name called a lot because he's got well over 500 yards through four games on the ground, five touchdowns, averaging six yards a carry for this Demon offense. Second down and five, receiver to either side. Morris going to hand it off again. That's Sky. He's going to be drugged back in the backfield. Good job by that Yellow Jacket defensive front. Back there quickly to get him and give credit to Tyson Stroman, John. Well, I'll tell you, it, it, he the running back doesn't look like the biggest guy stature-wise, but you know he reminds me Napoleon Kaufman. He doesn't look like that every day back, that every down back, I should say, but this young man is. He's quick. He is. They can ride his back, and, and even though that play didn't materialize, if you're Matt Campbell, keep at that. Receiver to either side, two backs in the backfield. Morris going to roll to his left on a third and four. Caught by the receiver. That's Golden. Far side into Yellow Jacket territory in a new set of downs. 
for the Demons. That's K.J. Golden, a player that Matt Campbell told me this week could be really good before it's all said and done. He said it's all up to him how good he wants to be. What a move right there. He put a foot in the ground, did a 180, bang, he was up the field. Soft coverage, quarterback noticed it. A really long throw from the near hash. Impressive play there by the Demons. First and 10, just inside Fort Mill territory at the 49. Demons back to pass. Jake Morris looking, going to fire this one deep over the middle, and that is brought in by Sky Harder. Did he come down with it? Yes, sir. They're going to say a catch inside Yellow Jacket territory at about the 28-yard line. He was all alone and wide open. But he fell down and was able to secure the ball. So another new set of downs for the Demons. Lugolf Felgen is going no huddle here. Well, that was a wheel route out of the backfield, and nobody for Fort Mill picked it up. The only thing to save the touchdown was the throw wasn't great. Morris claps his hands, but there's a flag down on the field. Gives us an opportunity to tell you, fans, that high school football on the OTS Sports Network, brought to you in part by Comporium, your friendly neighborhood tech giant. Harbor Chase of Rock Hill, celebrating senior living every day. And by Topper's Pizza, specialty pizzas with flavorful toppings. Delivery and curbside pickup available, two locations, Fort Mill and TK. And there's another penalty against the Demons, Tyler. That is the third penalty, mm. 15 yards, and we're eight minutes into the ballgame. So that'll back up the Demons five yards. Yellow Jackets here on defense, looking at a first in 15 not on the field as one of the better defenders for Fort Mill so far this season. Lewis Price went out with an injury in the Indyland game last week. Handoff straight ahead. That's Sky Harder in a tough physical run to pick up some of that penalty yardage back. He gets it inside the 30 to about the 28 before he's drugged back. We'll see where they give him his forward progress on the play. And again, nothing fancy right there. Basically just an A-gap run. They pull the guard inside from the right side to kind of open up that space. Fort Mill did a great job, though, of collaborating and pushing everything inside like an accordion. So out of the shotgun, two backs, two receivers. Sky Harder in the backfield. Jake Morris claps his hands. He's ready again. Throw far side of the field, and it's going to be wrapped up and tackled right at the first down yard marker, just a little button hook route by the receiver. I think that was Golden once again on the reception. Yes, it was. Golden, the leading receiver, with nine catches on the season. They don't throw it a lot at Lugolf Elgin here this season. They have been mainly a running team, but they have a quarterback that is progressing week after week. Well, he could spin it, and he did right there. And again, Fort Mill with soft coverage. Third down and one yard to go. Tight in the box for Fort Mill. They're expecting run. And they're going to get it. That's Sky Harder, and he's going to just pick up the first down inside the 20 to the 17-yard line. And another Yellow Jacket helmet comes flying off of a, a player. They might want to lead, need a little stick them inside the old uh, bucket there. <laughs> so another first down for Lugolf Elgin, their third on this drive. You've got two receivers, one to either side, two backs. Four-man front for the Yellow Jacket defense. Morris back to pass. We're scoreless. Demons on the move. Morris going to roll to his right, looking, going to throw against his body near side of the field. It's incomplete. There was nobody in the direction with 2.08 remaining in this first quarter. Once again, no score between the Demons and Fort Mill. It was a, what would you say, about a six-minute drive by Fort Mill to start the game. Seven-minute drive, really. 
And Lugolf Elgin has taken it. They, take, they have taken some time off the clock, and they are inside the red zone after the blocked kick by the Demon Special Teams Unit. And remember last week, Tyler, after the miscue on special teams, Indian Land drove the length of the field, several third down conversions. Demon's doing a lot of the same things. Sky Harder going to get the ball, trying to follow his blockers inside the 10, inside the 5, reaching across the goal line. He's going to be taken down at the 2. A tough physical run by Sky Harder. And what he did really that's really, really hard to do, when you have defenders hanging around your ankles and to be able to keep your legs churning, that is really, really hard to do. You have got to be just incredibly strong from the waist down to be able to do that. And he broke through three tackles and, and a flag from the back judge here. Yeah, interesting call here because, as you said, from the back judge, and it happened before either team even huddled up. And it's unsportsmanlike conduct against Fort Mill. It appears that Fort Mill either said or did something well after the play was over. So this will be half the distance to the goal. It was already first and goal at about the two or three yard line. So, so it's only a one-yard penalty against Fort Mill. However, the player that that penalty was assessed to, they've now got to be careful. You get another one of those, you're out. Jake Morris gets the player from the sideline. I might have called him Will. <laughs> it's possible. Will Morris is his older brother, and I called him on the baseball and football field for many years. So apologies if I did that. Sorry, Jake. Jake Morris with a receiver to either side in the backfield. Going to be a handoff to Sky Harder. Reaches across the goal line. Touchdown, Lugolf Elgin. Sky Harder with his sixth touchdown of the season. And Lugolf Elgin strikes first blood. And again, nothing fancy. Just a run up the middle. That's what the Demons have, have done basically all season long. And you mentioned Tyler, the young man with 500 yards rushing. That's what they do. They haven't ventured from it. They've just gone right between the tackles and went right down the field and put up six. Spot kick, and that is good. Seven to nothing. Lugoff Elgin leads Fort Mill. See if the Yellow Jackets can put something together and respond. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Are your floors feeling bouncy? Do you have a wet crawl space or how about any cracks in your walls? Call Southeastern Foundation and Crawl Space Repair. Let one of their team members evaluate your home. They will send a qualified consultant out with the experience necessary to remedy your home. They show up at the time promised, give you all the facts about what's going on with your home, and then let you make an educated decision. Call them at 866-668-7335 or online at scfoundations.com. That's 866-668-7335 or scfoundations.com. This is Olivia Shambly with YMCA of Upper Palmetto. We are here to help you get fit and stay healthy with unlimited group exercise classes, year-round swimming, and the latest strength and cardio equipment. At the YMCA, you already belong. All you have to do is join. Go to ymcaup.org today. For crave-worthy pizza, it's Topper's Pizza. Delivery or carry-out, late night or right now, with fresh, handmade dough and a huge selection of toppings. And you gotta have the world-famous Topper Sticks. It's Topper's Pizza with locations in Fort Mill, TKK, and South Charlotte. Back on the OTS Sports Network here in Lugolf as the Demons are on top 7-0 over Fort Mill. And the Yellow Jackets move the ball that last drive. Let's see if they can do it again. Here is a short squib kick at around the 23-yard line. Picked up and returned out to about the 33-yard line. I think that was Eli Craddock on the return. No, check that. 
That was number 19, Tyson Helm. So, John Turner, give me some drive stats on that one. That was a 73-yard drive, soaked up four and a half minutes by the Lugolf Elgin Demons. And remember, two third-down conversions. One of them was third and, and medium third and long mm -hmm. on the nice pass on the uh, on the quick route out to the, the top. Sky Harder punched them from one yard out, 7-0 Lugolf Elgin. So first and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own. They're going to give them the 32 with 138 remaining here in the first quarter. Yellow Jackets trail by a touchdown. Dylan Schaefer in motion, far side, but it's going to be a screen to the near side. Nice designed play that picks up about six yards. That reception was made by Van Piercy, his second of the night so far. And this will be a second down and four upcoming. And, and Fort Mill is saying, what you can do, so can we. And that right there, just soft coverage by the Demons. They're saying, hey, you're going to give us five yards. We're going to take it. That's what Lugolf Elgin did to Fort Mill. Two receivers right, one left. Two backs, Isaiah Haynes, your quarterback. Going to put a man in motion. That's Schaefer. And immediately met in the backfield and drug back all the way to the 20-yard line. I think that was a broken play again. Grayson Deal was back there. And as soon as they tried to give the handoff, there were four red jerseys to bring them back. Huge nope. loss on the play. Kitchen sink blitz. I think I saw a couple of cheerleaders and band members in that blitz as well there for Lugolf Elgin. Even the safety blitz on that left the receiver wide open. They read run the entire way, diagnosed it. Fort Mill, no chance. Boy, check from, out of that play. From a second and five to third and 12. Three-man front. Fort Mill trying to pick something up here. Dylan Schaefer in motion. Another broken play. Miscommunication in the backfield, and he is sacked. Way back in the backfield, huge tackle for loss again. John, he was looking to hand it off, and nobody was there. Exactly. The tailback had actually gone wow. out into an option formation. Isaiah's trying to run what's called an RPO, a run pass option, and you did. He's trying to hand it off to the, to the plunge guy, maybe get what they can get right there, but the running back left him high and dry, so after a nice gain on first down, lost 10 yards after that. So, fourth down and 14, they will put it away. High snap. And boots this one, one of the better punts of the season for Fort Mill, as that actually is going to take a Lugolf Elgin bounce at the 44, bounce the other way. And that's where the Demons will put it in play. So, Lugolf Elgin gets a score, forces a three and out on defense. And I know it's so cliche, but. You know, you're going to say it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. It's amazing sometimes in the high school football game or even college and pro, all levels of the sport, how one blocked kick, one touchdown can create so many different things on momentum. Lugolf Elgin turns around after giving up a long drive to Fort Mill in the open to forcing a three and out, and they get the ball right back here, leading 7 to nothing on their own 45. Here's a handoff to Sky Harder, waiting for his tacklers off tackle. The flag is down as he gets just across midfield. Another helmet comes off for Fort Mill. And I think you're going to have illegal hands to the face. And, and to touch on the point you just made a second ago, you have to remember, folks, these are 15, 16, 17-year-old young men. They're, they're got, they've got a lot of emotion flowing. They work really, really hard Monday through Thursday to get to this game on Friday. So you're right. Any kind of momentum that they can seize upon mm -hmm. and use as, as juice, so to speak, to really get jacked up, that's what they're going to do. And Fort Mill had it, lost it. Now it's all Lugolf Elgin. And there is going to be a, a flag against the Demons, but it's going to be holding. 
So holding on Lugolfilgen, this will back them up, and already the Demons racking up some penalties here. I think that's their fifth. Yes, sir, it is. Their fifth, and that will be for a total of 30 yards. Yeah, all in the first quarter. 17 to seconds left in the first. It's 7-0. Lugolfilgen leads Fort Mill. If he's still listening, want to appreciate the voice of the Yellow Jackets of Georgia Tech, Andy Demetra, tuning in in Atlanta traffic. Thank you, Andy. The <laughs> former voice of the Gamecocks here in South Carolina. Atlanta traffic? Yeah, who knew? Here is Morris with a deep throw to nobody. Some miscommunication there on the route. And a late flag from the white hat, and I think... This might, might be have, a late hit. I think it is. I think yeah. it's going to be roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he threw that ball, then got knocked down immediately on his rump. Personal foul on Fort Mill. So after a holding penalty on Lugol Felgen made it first and 20, it'll be interesting to see how they spot this after the personal foul on Fort Mill. And at the moment, we have no time on the clock, but it's a defensive penalty, so we should have an untimed down here, right? That's correct. You cannot end a quarter or a half on a defensive penalty. There will be one untimed down by Lugolf Elgin. Now, it was already first down. It'll stay first down, but the penalty will be assessed from the point of contact. Coach Manili's out beyond the numbers trying to get an explanation, but instead of being first and 20, it's going to be now first and 10 for Lugolf Elgin. So first and 10 for the Demons on this untimed down. 7-0, L.E. leads Fort Mill as a great crowd on both sides here for Lugolf Elgin and Fort Mill across the way down I-77. Wonder if they took Highway 34 like we did, the secret. The secret, <laughs> but don't speed. A little Be easier. Uh, yeah, a couple of this. speed traps down 34 through Ridgeway. No and, doubt and about it. if I may, it. really quickly, Andrew Mitchell does a fantastic job. One of my broadcast heroes, though, was the gentleman before him for the Yellow Jackets. That would be West Durham. Mm. I love me some West Durham. One of my all-time favorite calls in sports casting, and once again, not just saying that because he's listening. I'm not even a Gamecock, nor am I a Clemson Tiger. I'm a West Virginia Mountaineer. Right but yeah. one of the best calls, back-to-back -back in the Guarded in Black, when South Carolina won back-to-back -back national championships in college baseball. We and still have conversations here between the officials. It's as if they're not sure the down and distance as we're having this conversation. That's they're plenty giving, of love for Andy Demetra. They're giving <laughs> uh, they're giving a brand new meaning to the term zebra conference. They are literally holding a world peace conference here at the 34-yard line. Other games going on around the OTS Sports Network. You can catch up all the highlights and scores for tonight's game coming up on the Hospitality Heat and Air Halftime Report. You can also check out all the scores on the Nickel store scoreboard. It's on WRHI.com. And if you miss any of your high school football broadcasts, you can click catch the complete rebroadcast the following Saturday morning at 6 a.m. on WRHI.com. So we are waiting on the officials to figure out what exactly is the problem or the issue. Rob McNeely and Matt Campbell are both on the field in the numbers. Now Matt Campbell's up on the hash. Matt Campbell, of course, a former South Carolina Gamecock, a former Carolina Panther. He's one of the original 10 Carolina the Panthers. Panthers in the supplemental draft. Fun fact about Matt Campbell, he was almost... Um, in the original 10 of the Houston Texans. He Almost. was in that supplemental draft and was uh, drafted 12th, I believe. And there was uh, Dom Capers was involved in mm -hmm. both of those. He particular. was. And it's interesting to me, both head coaches have the exact same hands on their hips, hand, head kind of tilted to the side, like what is going on? I don't here? understand what they would be talking about here, John. The, the only thing I can think of is an ejection maybe? I, 
other than that, I'm, I'm out of guesses. I mean, it, it wasn't a vicious roughing the passer. It was kind of a bang-bang play. But it is a defensive penalty. Yeah, it is. supposed to be a one-time down. So, so that really isn't or shouldn't be the issue. I think right now, if you look at Coach Campbell and Coach McNeely, they just want to play football. Yeah. And this, you know, kind of stalls the momentum, you could argue, for Lugol Felgen and kind of allows Fort Mill to make some additional adjustments on both sides of the ball and get a little rest as we know they have kids playing both ways. Well, since you brought it up, a reminder, you can hear all the action of South Carolina Gamecock football starting tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Crack it on, folks, with our own Chris Miller and Chet Tucker hosting the pre-, post-, and halftime shows, followed by kickoff at high noon here at All Tomorrow on Interstate 107 as South Carolina takes on number one and defending national champion, the Fighting Gene Knights of the Georgia Bulldogs. This is well over a five-minute delay over a penalty. And the natives are restless. They are. As they say. <laughs> Okay, so I think we're ready for football, and this is still going to be an untimed down here. First and ten, no time on the clock as we're ready to get to the second quarter, but because we had a defensive penalty, we will have an untimed down. So now they make it first down and six, ball on the 50. And I'm, and, I'm, and, and here's the explanation why, and, and actually I gave misinformation a while ago. It was a dead, they're calling it a dead ball foul. So the down counted, the personal foul is assessed, therefore it was first and 20, now it's going to be second and 15. So they're calling it a dead ball foul, so that makes sense. Here all the action of Clemson Tiger football starting tomorrow evening at 5 o'clock, the Tiger Tailgate Show with a Coach Davos Winnie Show, followed by kickoff at 8 p.m. here at All Tomorrow on FM 100.1 and AM 1340 as the Clemson Tigers welcome the Bulldogs of Louisiana Tech to Death Valley. After all that, they're going to finally say that's the end of the first quarter. So we'll do it with them. End of the first can't, quarter. Can't make this stuff up. <laughs> we'll take a timeout. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Don't let an injury hurt your game. The MUSC Health Sports Medicine team of physicians, athletic trainers, and physical therapists evaluate and treat athletes of all ages. Go to muschealth.org sports to learn how they can help you get back in the game. With three convenient locations in Indian Land, Lancaster, and Chester, our team is dedicated to providing you the excellent care you deserve. MUSC Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, the new team in town. MUSC Health is the official sports medicine provider for Chester and Lancaster County School Districts. The most comfortable call you can make, hospitality, heating, and air. This is Gene Lucas with Hospitality Heating and Air. Been waiting to replace your aging heating and air conditioning system? Get an American Standard System and 10-year parts and labor warranty, complete with a 10-year service contract, 980-4677. The most comfortable call you can make, Hospitality Heating and Air. Alright, let's play some football. About a 10-minute delay over a penalty. We start the second quarter with your score. Lugal Felgen 7, Fort Mill nothing. And the Demons will have a dead set at midfield at the 50 on a first down and six, although the chain gang has it as a second down. I wish you would have told me about the sub-toss before I saw it. All of a sudden, I saw these projectiles come flying out of the Yes, the, the, the famous Lugol Felgen <laughs> Substation 2 sub-toss just happened. Heads up, people. Yep. It was all fun and games till she took a ham sandwich right off the, <laughs> right off the noggin. 
So they're going to move Lugol Felgen to the far hash after the discussion by the officials in a second down and six. Receiver to either side. Jake Morris, the quarterback, two backs. Four-man front for the Fort Mill defense. They're showing blitz. Here they come. Going to hand it off to Sky Harder. Follows his blockers. Flag is down as he gets inside the 40 down to the 38-yard line. But this one could be coming back. That flag was thrown immediately as Sky Harder crossed the line of scrimmage. And normally that's in the area of holding. And, folks, imagine in your head a soapbox because I'm about to jump on it left, right, and center. Is that technically a foul? Yes, it is. Did it have an impact on the play? No, it did not. There's really no need to throw that flag in that situation. The running back was already past the point of contact between the linemen. It should just pick up that flag. It, it, is it holding? Yes. But should it be called in that situation? I don't think so. Third down and 14 after the penalty. High school football on the OTS Sports Network. Brought to you in part by Hospitality Heating and Air Conditioning of Rock Hill. The most comfortable call you can make. Call 980-4677. Will Lou Gray Opportunity School, where they specialize in helping at-risk students. WillLouGray.org. So showing a 3-4 front here. Third down and 14. Morris back to pass. Good protection. No pressure. Going to throw it near side of the tight end. He's got his man at midfield inside Fort Mill territory at the 48 to make it a manageable fourth down, but they may punt here. It shows third down on the scoreboard. So my apologies. That was second down. It will be third down and four yards to go. Yeah, anytime you can pick up over half the yardage you need on one down to make it third and four, you'll take that every time. That was Caleb Castles on the reception. Third down and four, and we got a flag down. I have to make sure that I get some of these Lugol-Felgen names right because we have a number of Lugol-Felgen fans tuning in, and my thanks to my very dear friend Jim Lathan listening to us in Lugolf, a former client of mine and a longtime supporter of high school athletics here in Kershaw County as we've got a penalty on Fort Mill late. What was this, John? So what ended up happening is the cornerback on the near side, way outside the numbers, he was adjusting his feet trying to see the play, and when he adjusted his feet, he walked into the neutral zone. And in the state of South Carolina, if you violate the neutral zone, even if you get back, it's a five-yard penalty. Receiver to either side, two backs, and that's a automatic first down for Lugol Felgen inside Fort Mill territory at the 45. And here is Sky Harder off tackle, and he gets it to about the 40, so about a five-yard gain on first and 10. Now, you said it. Harder does not look like your typical back, but he is very patient, follows his tacklers. He's a physical back. And that's why I made the... the uh the comparison to Kaufman. If you remember him as a Washington Husky, was very good about staying in between the tackles. Despite the fact he wasn't the biggest guy in the world, he had no problems taking the punishment for all four, four, four quarters. Second down and five. Morris back to pass. Good pocket. Going to throw over the middle, and that is incomplete. Oh, boy. And a late flag comes in. I thought that was really good coverage by Fort Mill. That was Braylon Thomas. I think that's the first time we've called his name this year. That was really good coverage by that young man. And they're going to throw a penalty in the area of pass interference. And it's going to be pass interference. Wow. I'm going to tell you what the, what the side judge saw in that regard. He saw Thomas use the offensive player's back to go over the top to break that pass up. Is that a ticky-tack call? I agree. It Very is. much so it was. It is. I, I thought that was great coverage. 
by Braylon Thomas. It, it is, because remember, folks, the both the receiver and the defensive back have the same right to the mm -hmm. football, and Braylon was just trying to get to the football, and the receiver still could have made a play on it and didn't. So I agree with you, Tyler. So they move the ball 15 yards up. Going to place that football at the 26-yard line of Fort Mill. Lugolf Elgin is on the move due to penalties by Fort Mill. Hand off to Sky Harder. Through the hole off tackle, and he's drugged down viciously at the 20 by the shoulder pads. And let's see. They're going to move this up. Give them about six yards on the play. Second and four upcoming. 10.05 remaining in the quarter. On the nickel store scoreboard, it is Lugolf Elgin 7, Fort Mill nothing. I just got a score up in Clover. Very interesting game. Clover leads Dorman 7 0. Dorman, one of the top teams in Class 5A. New head coach, I believe, this year. Dustin Curtis, former state championship coach at AC Flora. Receiver to either side. This is going to be Morris. Handoff near side. Sky Harder. A little shifty move. Breaks the tackle at the 20. Still on his feet down to the 16-yard line. As the clock ticks at 9.30 left in this first half. 7-0 Demons lead, but they are moving the football. And a manageable third down upcoming for Lugolf Elgin. And one stat you'll hear coaches talk about over and over again is what they call yak. Yards after contact. First contact was at the line of scrimmage, but he drug the defender another five yards. But again, a great read by the quarterback. That was supposed to be an inside run. He changed the play to an outside run because he saw Fort Mill with the run blitz up the middle. Boy, I thought he was about a yard or two shy. That was a very favorable spot by the officials. Demons have a new set of downs. They've got it at the Fort Mill 16. Morris with two backs. Who else? Sky Harder is going to get the ball off tackle inside the 10, inside the 5, being drugged down at the 4. Another tough run by Sky Harder, and Braylon Thomas for Fort Mill gets credit for the tackle. And just like that, it's first and goal for Lugolf Elgin. They're looking to go up two scores. And really, now all of a sudden on that first drive, they were up the middle, up the middle, A-B gap. Now everything is on the outside. It's offside the tackles, what they call the C gap in between the receivers. And basically what's happening here, the receivers are doing a fantastic job of run blocking. That's why the tailbacks are able to get to the second level so easily. First and goal, ball at the four. Clock ticking with 8.30 remaining in the half. Demons looking for... Another score here. They're going to hand off far side to a new back. He's going to be drugged down, maybe got a gain of one on the play. That is Jaleel Manor on the play. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Springs Insurance of Fort Mill and Indian Land. Visit their website at springsinsurance.com. And by Jonathan Brown Electric. They're here to brighten your day. Thanks, Springs Insurance, for uh, sponsoring the uh, defensive player of the game tonight for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. Long way to go to decide who that's going to be. Second and goal, ball at the three-yard line. Morris claps his hands. He's ready, going to give it off to Harder again, and he's drugged down in the backfield. Good tackle. Who was that? Oh, that was Kate Haley. That's Kate Haley. One-on-one -on -one individual effort by 22. What a great job by Haley. Reckless abandon. That's the only way Kate Haley knows how to play the game of football, both sides of the football. That's why he's completely worn out after every single game. So third down and goal at the five. The PA announcer gets this crowd fired up. Big difference between 10 to nothing and 14 to nothing. Big down here for Fort Mill defensively. Yeah, Fort Mill could use a big stop for momentum. Let's see if they can get it. Third and goal at the five. 
Receiver to either side. Sky Harder in the backfield. It's going to be a throw. Fires over the middle. Touchdown, Lugolf Elgin. Oh, my. Darted that one over the middle. Just a skinny slant pattern. But there is a flag down. And it's right at the goal line. That was a great pitch and catch. The receiver, I believe. Penalty on Lugolf. And it's against Lugolf Elgin. So it's all elementary. But a nice, just basically just a real quick dig route. And it was wide open. Again, the defensive backs for Fort Mill all night long have been playing soft. What I mean by that is five, six, seven, eight yards off the line of scrimmage. They've only shown press man a couple of times. In that case, that was the easy pitch and catch. But again, the Demons, seventh penalty, Tyler. And, and we're halfway through yeah. the second quarter. Penalties has really hurt the progress and momentum for this Lugolf Elgin team. But I tell you, Fort Mill will take it. That's a huge break for this Yellow Jacket defense that just needs something good to happen. Third down and 10. Ball at the 10. After the penalty, 7-0 Demons lead, but they're looking for more. And it's going to be a handoff to Harder. Oh, slips and falls at the 11. And it's going to bring up fourth down and goal at about the 11 or 12. We'll see where they give this forward progress. 6.59 showing on the clock. And it will be fourth down. Will I get in trouble if I say the turf demons reached up and grabbed him? <laughs> the turf demons. I'll be escorted out for that one, I'm sure. So what officially, what do we got here, John? This is going to be a 28-yard attempt, but again, a right-footed kicker, left hash. This should be interesting. So this is Jeremiah McNeil, and we got a flag down. Another pre-snap penalty. This is getting a little out of hand on both sides. Check that Eli Branham, and another flag comes in. As they were discussing the last penalty, the back judge throws one. And I'll tell you who, the, the young man's actually jogging off the field now, and let's just say Matt Campbell is less than pleased, and that's because that young man said something mm -hmm. to the gentleman in the striped shirt, and so we're going to have two penalties here, but both of them of the dead ball variety, so... This should be interesting. As you referenced other games, remember, folks, you can check out all the other games going on in the OTS area network by checking out WRHI.com on the Nickel Store scoreboard. And there are some interesting ones tonight for sure. I'm really curious to see what happens in that South Point-South Florence game. you got two uh, top ten teams in Class 4A going at it there and a rematch of a game last year that went into three overtimes. South Carolina football, high school variety, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> All right, so it appeared it was going to be offsetting penalties. What do we got here? There's going to be an offside against Fort Mill, so they'll mark that off. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct charged to the Demons of Lugoff Elgin. That'll give Fort Mill their sixth penalty for 60 yards. The Demons, that's eight penalties now for 67 yards. So what's this field goal look like now? And now it's a little bit harder yeah. on the left hash, but it's going to be a 38-yard attempt. 38-yarder for Eli Branham. On the near hash. Spot, kick, and that is, looks to be close, just wide, wide right. right. Yep. Just wide right for Eli Branham. And finally, 
John Turner. The Yellow Jackets get something positive, and hopefully they can build on this with plenty of time left on the clock. The defense has fought hard. Fort Mill defensively has really made Lugol Felgen work for every yard they've gotten. This offense needs to get back to what they were doing on that first drive, get the ball down the field, and give themselves a chance to score. I tell you what, anytime that you defensively, you're facing a first and goal of any kind, and the opponent comes away with no points, yeah. that's a win. That's a win. Well said. 7-0, Lugol Felgen leads, but Fort Mill gets the ball back. After a missed 38-yard field goal by Eli Branham, of course, when you're in Lugolf, you're going to see a lot of Branhams. There's about seven branches of them, and none of them claim to be related. <laughs> I sense a story. It, oh, it's true. It's true. First and ten, ball at their own 22, Isaiah Haynes. You know, this offense should be fresh here, John. That was a long drive by the Demons. Remember, they had it at the end of the first quarter, into the second, so about an eight-minute drive that came away with no points. And conversely, the Demons' defense, by and large, some two-way players, but by and large, they've also been on the sideline. Mm-hmm. So here's another little miscommunication in the backfield. Haynes has the ball. Got to do something with it. I think he put it on the ground. Who's got it? Lugolf Elgin. That is the fourth time that Fort Mill has had miscommunication problems in the backfield. He takes the snap. He looks for someone to hand it off to, and there's nobody there. There's a major problem here. They call that the mesh point, ladies and gentlemen, and that mesh point is critical. You have to be on the same page, quarterback and tailbacks, and right there again, it looked like it was going to be a handoff to the dive player right up the middle, and then all of a sudden, ball's on the ground, and it belongs to the demon. So, it, it, again, Fort Mill is, is basically taking a pitchfork and shoving it in their own foot right now. Tom out on the field. We'll do it with them. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Stonehaven Remodeling is expanding. Just, You're looking for qualified trade employees and subcontractors. Come and be a part of a team that has been growing right here in Fort Mill for over 15 years. Drop by their office or call Stonehaven at 803-804-7105. At Toyota of Rock Hill, we're putting our all-star lineup of new Toyotas in motion. With zero do-it signing, zero payments for three months, and zero cost maintenance. Plus, get top dollar when you trade or sell us your car. Get our game-winning experience at Toyota of Rock Hill. Located minutes from Uptown at exit 79. ToyotaRockHill.com Select new 2022 and 2023 models with approved credit. Excludes tax, ag, license, and fees. Includes 378 doc fee. Grow financial deferral payments added to loan. Not all buyers qualify. Expires 12 31 22. Back on the OTS Sports Network here in Lugar. As the Demons play host to the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. Bradley Moore, our board engineer, spell that B-O-R-E-D, back at Broadcast House in Rock Hill. We're here in Lugolf as the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets trail the Demons 7-0, and Fort Mill just turned it over. They give it right back to Lugolf Elgin, who just missed the 38-yard field goal. Moore's going to roll to his left, throws it in the end zone incomplete. He got chased and was pressured right at the last moment, had to get that ball out for the most part. Morris has had plenty of time back there in the pocket, but good job of that Fort Mill defensive front for continuing to pressure and get through that line and force him to make that throw. So second down and 10, ball at the Fort Mill 11. Lugolf Elgin is back deep inside Fort Mill territory in the red zone. 6.33 remaining, it's 7-0. Demons looking to go up two scores. Out of the shotgun snap, two backs, going to pitch it to Sky, harder off tackle, and he's going to be taken down at the 10. Two flags come in late, 
And we've got a gang tackle here as he actually kept his feet moving down inside the five. I thought he was down way back, and the gang pile just kind of carried him to the five. But the flag is down. It came in the backfield. It's going to be a hold, and it's mm -hmm. going to be on the tight end on the near side. And he didn't need to do it. He did not need to do it. The running back was past him, but he just took the Fort Mill player. He had his hands outside of the what I call the zone. If you keep your hands inside the shoulder pads, a lot of times you can get away with that. His hands were outside on the shoulder pads, and that's where the, all the officials, officials could see it. Side judge threw it. The white hat threw it. It's holding against Lugolf Elgin. Eight penalties. Eight penalties for on Lugolf Elgin. And for Matt Campbell, a former offensive lineman slash tight end, I have heard him say that exact line you said. There's just certain things you don't need to do that you're going to get called for penalties. And there it happened just there on the young man for Lugolf Elgin. So Demons will have it. Second down, and they're going to mark it 17 yards to go just inside the 20th the 19. Still inside the red zone for the Demons. Look at this, new formation out of the shotgun. A back to either side, two receivers and a tight end. Back to pass is Morris, and he's going to be brought down right at the line of scrimmage. Don't think that's quite a sack. Good coverage downfield on the play by Fort Mill. I tell you, Braylon Thomas is an early candidate for that defensive player of the game, the Springs Insurance defensive player of the game. Yeah, but leading tackler for Fort Mill, Steven Ocampo, he, he's going to get credit for the sack there. It, it probably won't be a sack tackled right at the line of the game, so it'll yeah. go for nothing, but he's sticking his name in there for that award as well. Here we go again, another big third down situation for Fort Mill defensively. This time they go four wide, three to the right, one to the near side. Morris back to pass. Nobody back there to get him. Going to throw, and that is... Did he intercept that pass? No, just out of his hands incomplete. It went in and out of the hands of the receiver. Gavin Brandwood was right there, and the two players collided. They both went to the ground, and all of a sudden the football just kind of trickled out just Well, it looked bit. like a Fort Mill player at one point had a chance at it. So fourth down and 17 at the 19-yard line, and another field goal attempt. What do we got here, John? This one's going to be a 35-yard field goal, excuse me, a 36-yard field goal where they're putting the tee down now. This one is a little bit further inside the hash. It should be a little yeah. bit easier kick for the young man. So here is Eli Branham. He already missed a 38-yarder. This is 36. Spot straight away. Kick is no Wide good. Left. Wide left. Wow. And Fort Mill, you see all these bullets flying around? Fort Mill is dodging all of yeah. them right now. Wow. He had the distance that time, and it was wide left. Tyler, Fort Mill has had one, one offensive play in the last seven and a half minutes of football, and it's still seven to nothing. Yeah. Wow. And again, Tyler has shown, showed me a couple of scores going on around the year. Some of them are the things that make you go, hmm. There's, there's one at D3. Yes. The mm. tension getter. And you can stay tuned for all the highlights and scores for tonight's game, all coming up on the Hospitality Heating Air Halftime Report. And, of course, all the scores on the Nickel Store scoreboard, WRHI.com. 5.13 left to go. Handoff straight ahead. That is Deal. And he's going to be brought down and met for a short gain there. 5.06 remaining. Fort Mill has played so hard, so physical. They have stayed in this game, even though Lugolf Elgin has practically moved the ball up and down the field. But once they've gotten inside the red zone, it's been tough sledding. And the Yellow Jackets got to do something with it here. Got to take advantage of this momentum. Second down and seven. 4.46 left. 
Man in motion. Haynes going to roll to his right to pass. Throws near side, and it's going to be um, no gain on the play. Might even be a loss. He tried to get it out to the running back. That was Max Piercy, and I think he lost yards on the play. He did. Yeah, he right. did. Yes, sir. And, and, and right there, when you get outside of the pocket as a quarterback and you go through your progression and your main three targets are not there, that's when you just throw it into the tuba section. And that's just something Isaiah Haynes will need to get a little bit better at right there. Just go ahead and save the yardage and look for another down. So third down and 11, ball at the 19. Three receivers on the far side, one on the near side. Back to pass, Isaiah Haynes looking, throws over the middle. That's going to be Dylan Schaefer at the 20. Stiff arm at the 25, 30, picks up the first down. Let's move those chains, Fort Mill Yellow Jackets, far side of the field. You know, Dylan Schaefer is a guy we talked about in the preseason, John, that if Fort Mill is going to have any success on offense, he's the guy you got to get out in space. I will tell you this. I've been around him a lot over the years. He is a fiery young man. If you're looking for a spark plug, Dylan Schaefer can be that guy. Big ups to Piercy on the blocks out on the, out on the flat. And now another flag flies. And uh, I think the field is going to turn a shade of yellow if this keeps up. <laughs> the natural grass here at Lugol Elgin. And that is the 10th penalty on Lugol Elgin. It's offside. Ten penalties, 72 yards. Matt Campbell has got to be pulling his hair out. Yeah. Ten penalties for the Demons, as John just told you. That makes it a first and five with 422 left. Yellow Jackets got a little bit of mo here, a little bit of momentum as they hand it off to the back. I think that's Deal out of the scrum as he gets it up to the 40-yard line. That's going to bring up third down. Actually, it was it was Joseph Anderson. Oh, that's and a we, new player. We haven't called his name, no. I don't think, all year, to be quite frank. But another uh, fresh tailback in there for Fort Mill. Again, they've, they've been very – they haven't been shy at all all year long, Tyler, about putting fresh backs in there at any time. Yeah, the amount of substitutions they do at the running back position, you don't see that often. And we're going to have whistles here at the 348 mark. I'm not sure if Rob was taking a timeout. What do we got here? The problem with the play clock. If you look down to our right, to our left, just under the beautiful scoreboard to our left, and then off near the track right side, the play clock is completely off. There's no mm. power to it at all. So they're probably going to have to keep that on the field of play. So third down and two yards to go. And that's what the back judge is signaling to Matt Campbell here on the near side. He, he basically held up his hands like he talking and then pointed to his wrist to say time. Check that. Second down, two yards to go. Two receivers on the near side, two to the far side. Haynes going to throw far side. Got his man. I think that's Piercy far side as he gets the first down out across the 45 to the 46-yard line. That is Max Piercy. And outside the numbers, another high percentage throw by the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. A lot of these throws are within the first seven or eight yards of the line of scrimmage. And right there, great timing between Isaiah Haynes and Piercy. That's a timing route, folks. The timing's off just a little bit. That's incomplete. On the Nickel Store scoreboard, it's 14-7 Dorman over Clover. Wow. First and 10, ball at their own 46. Two receivers on the near side, one on the far side. Three down linemen. And they're showing blitz coming up the gut. Haynes going to roll to his right. Throws this one deep down the seam. Receiver trips and falls. Dylan Schaefer couldn't quite get there. 
And boy, that would have been tough for him if he didn't trip and fall. That's but I, like Zach Jennings, I beg your pardon, that was uh, down the seam there. I do love the play call, though. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And right there, Isaiah, even though there was a blitz up the middle, he was coming near side. He had a little more time than he thought. He needed to set his feet and fire a dime. If he would have, it would be 7-7. Seven to seven. So second down and 10. Haynes looks over the defense. They're showing blitz once again, and here they come. Pitch far side. Flag is down. That's Max Piercy. He's going to be tackled for a short gain on the play far side of the field. At the 255 mark in this first half, it is still Lugolf-Elgin 7, Fort Mill nothing. And quite frankly, there was a part of me on the drive here. The way Fort Mill has played this season, they were due for a game like this. Their defense has played so hard. Now, Lugolf Elgin has committed a lot of penalties, but you can just you just know in high school football, when a team is looking for that first win, there's going to be that night where things go their way, and there's going to be that night where they're doing everything they can to keep it close. So right now, Fort Mill's doing that. They just got to put together a better drive here in this final three minutes of the half. 0-4, but it's not from a lack of effort. Coach Absolutely. He's talked about that all year. A dangerous 0-4. Receiver to either side, out of that option. Going to be a throw far side, and I think that Schaefer caught. No, check that. That is another receiver that's Landon Kurtz, and he brings it down inside Demon territory at the 41. Let's move those chains, Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. And right there, you saw the vertical leap of Landon Kurtz, two-sport athlete, and you guessed it, the other sport is basketball. You saw the ups, as the kids call it these <laughs> days, as he jumped high in the air to bring that one in. Beautiful catch by Kurtz. First and 10, they're going to actually spot the ball at the Demon 42. Look at this. Three receivers right, one left. Haven't seen this yet. Different looking formation. Another miscommunication in the backfield. Ball is loose. Ball is on the ground. Demons pick it up, and he's going to be drugged down far side of the field. I think a flag came in late at the 35, but once again, there's miscommunication in the backfield where... Isaiah Haynes literally is looking for someone to hand the ball off and no one's there. I'm literally calling what I see. I don't understand how that can happen more than five times in a first half, but it's happening to Fort Mill. Now, far be it for me to conjecture, but I'm going to say sometimes one of the bad things of having so many different tailbacks in the game coming in and out sometimes sure. is communication. And on that mesh point that we talked about, Tyler, and in that situation right there, Isaiah Haynes is turning to the side. He's literally holding the football out like you would hold out something in a grocery store, begging your mom to buy it for you <laughs> when you were a kid. So right there, it's easy for Lugolf Elgin literally just tomahawk it out of his hands and pick it up. Just another self-inflicted wound by uh, the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. Now, this is interesting. They backed it up to the 40. Yeah, there was a flag that came in late after the tackle on the far side of the field, and that's what we're waiting on. Lugolf Elgin's huddled up on their sideline. The Fort Mill defense is set up as if they're about to call a play here, but there's no offense out on the field. This is interesting here. And, and again, without a play clock, it's, it's hard to, to say. Now, the official just blew it, and he said the clock will start on the snap. 2-10 remaining here in the half. It's 7-0, and Lugolf Elgin's going to have the football. Yeah, and the coaches, the Lugolf Elgin coaches in the booth beside us are about to come through the glass yelling go. They're screaming. Because they realize they're running out of time. It's a 25-second play clock after a change of possession. Three receivers on the near side, one on the far side. Different-looking formation here for L.E. 
Morris going to roll to his left, throws, and that is almost intercepted by Fort Mill. Once again, the man in the vicinity was Braylon Thomas, the DB. We've called his name a lot, and he almost had that one going the other way. Has a couple of picks on the season. He is a ball hawk type of player, and any tip drill. Saw that ball get tipped in the air, and a lot of you could hear the Lugolf Elgin fans. They kind of held their collective breath for a second, and then they let it go when that ball hit the turf. But Fort Mill that close to with, with another defensive stand. That Fort Mill's defense has played their guts out here yeah. in the first half. Second down and 10. Ball to Fort Mill, 39. Demons lead it 7 to nothing, And they're on the Fort Mill side of the field. Three down linemen for the Yellow Jackets. They're going to bring the blitz. It's picked up. Morris going to throw far side. Got a man streaking down the sideline. Caught. Touchdown, Lugolf Elgin. Just how you draw it up. A streaking K.J. Golden down the sideline. And the Demons go up 13 to nothing. A beautiful rainbow. It must be a Skittles throw. Taste the rainbow. Feel the rainbow. 39-yard beautiful pass. Hit him right in the bread basket. He didn't even break stride. Nope. Easy pitch and catch right there. It was man coverage on the outside, and he just went right past the defensive back on the go route. Boy, a heartbreaker for Fort Mill. They're playing so good on their pass defense and giving up a 39-yard touchdown scoring strike from Jake Morris to K.J. Golden. Kick is good, and it's 14-0. Demons lead Fort Mill. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Are you or someone you know nervous about the housing market? Don't be. It should be fun and stress-free with the right agent by your side. With my 15 years experience, let's make it easy. I'm Teresa Pavone with Keller Williams South Park, and if you want real-life real estate, find me on Facebook. Real Estate by Teresa Pavone. Trout Firehouse Subs, spicy Cajun chicken sub with Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, house-made Cajun mayo, and jalapenos, all on a toasted sub roll. And remember, a portion of the proceeds go to first responders. Only at your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard, Antigua K. This is Kevin Ice at Imperial Pool and Patio. Tired of that old ugly tart covering your pool? At Imperial, we recommend safety and convenience of a loop lock cover. With loop lock, opening and closing your pool becomes an easy one-person job. Ask for loop lock at Imperial Pool and Spas of Rock Hill and Lake Wiley. Have an electrical need? I'm Jonathan Brown. And whether it's a light switch, fan change, or even new fuses, or even a whole house, at Jonathan Brown Electric, we have it all covered. As a lifelong resident of York County, I'm here to serve you. I am fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Call me at 704-936-899. Back on the OTS Sports Network, 14 to nothing. Lugolf Belgian leads Fort Mill. A 39-yard touchdown pass from Jake Morris to K.J. Golden. going to be another squib kick far side of the field and he's going to be hit hard oh boy wow hit hard I think the ball came loose briefly far side of the field at the 30 but he was able to pick it back up and the Yellow Jackets will have it and this demon sideline is fired up so you get a long touchdown pass like that and then a massive hit on special teams and and everybody can talk about momentum all they want but right now momentum clearly on the side of the young man wearing the all red First and 10, ball at their own 32. Two receivers to the near side, two to the far side. Isaiah Haynes trying to get something going here with under two to play here in the half. Haynes going to throw far side. That is Schaefer. Tiptoes down the sideline, then hit hard. And we're going to have a flag. Two flags come in. Late hit. Rob McNeely is incensed calling for the late hit. It was right in front of him at his feet. 
So you're going to have two fouls on the play. You're going to have a personal foul for a late hit on Lugoff Elgin. But then you're going to have unsportsmanlike conduct on Fort Mill because the player jumped up and kind of hopscotched their way back to the, the huddle yeah. but was talking to the other player. And a lot of times officials will see that as taunting. So 147 remains here in the half. It's 14 to nothing. Lugoff Elgin leads Fort Mill where Lugoff Elgin has quite a few penalties on the night. We went to a flag fest and a football game broke <laughs> we out. We went to a flag fest and Yellow Jackets got a couple of good breaks by some missed field goals by LE, but turnovers has plagued this Yellow Jacket team. And you know, really through the first couple of games of the season, John, turnovers was not the problem of Fort Mill. They, they could secure the football. It was just executing when they got inside the red zone. That was their big problem through the first couple of weeks. Between the 30s, they were, like you said, they were able to move it. But the two things about Fort Mill through those first four ball games was two things. Special teams, not very good, and penalties. Penalties have been a problem for Fort Mill. Not necessarily the total number of penalties, folks, but the situation when they get called. I go back to the Chester game where they stopped the Cyclones on third down, but there was a penalty that gave Chester a first down, and they were able to run out the clock. The, the flags have come at an inopportune time for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. Again, other games going on in the OTS family of stations, some real interesting scores. It's all coming up on the uh, Hospitality Heating and Air Halftime Report. Also, you can check the Nickel Store scoreboard anytime you like WRHI.com. It is a personal foul against Lugol Felgen, unsportsmanlike against Fort Mill. All that for the football to not move near you an inch. <laughs> there you go. So it'll be second down and uh, one is what they show it. And we're going to have a timeout on Lugol Felgen. We'll call a timeout with him. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. The relationship you have with yourself should always come first. And here at Family Trust, we couldn't agree more. You should come first, which is why you are at the forefront of what we do. Your needs, your wants, your goals, and your finances. See if you're eligible for membership by visiting FamilyTrust.org or contacting our digital branch at 1-800-367-4100. What's better than being a priority with your financial institution? Family Trust is federally insured by NCUA. I'm Jeannie with Harbor Chase Riverwalk Assisted Living. Learn how we foster lasting relationships and support our residents. Set up a private tour today to explore our community. Celebrate senior living at Harbor Chase Riverwalk. 803-752-0195. Back on the OTS Sports Network, Telecup John Turner here in Lugolf, Elgin. Here on the campus of the high school as Fort Mill has the football with a second down and two. 147 left remaining in the half. Lugolf Elgin leads Fort Mill 14 to nothing. Isaiah Haynes going to roll to his right looking and he's going to be sacked. Sacked back at the 35. Interesting to see if Matt Campbell will call another timeout. He still has two timeouts to play with. There's 90 seconds to play. And remember, Lugolf Elgin gets the football first, second half. So Lugolf trying to get a two for one here if they play their cards right. Cameron Reddick gets credit for the sack for the Demons as 120 clock ticking for Fort Mill. They have used a couple of their timeouts, but if they want to get something going here, they got to get huddled up. I think they're going to see if they can't get a first down. Then they might take a timeout. 
Third down and seven yards to go. Haynes back to throw. Going to throw this one deep and complete. He had to just get that ball out there, but we might have pass interference here. And we're definitely going to have pass interference, and the young man who committed the foul is literally pleading his case to Coach Campbell. And what happened was the slot receiver on the near side was trying to run a deep out, and when he made the deep out cut, the defender basically just forearm shivered him to the ground. That had been a great wrestling move out of the corner, but in football, that's pass interference. That was K.D. Alton, the leading tackler for the Demons. That's the first time we've called his name. He has not made his presence here, but that penalty is going to be on him. 12 penalties, 102 yards, and one half of football. That's amazing. How, how many? 12 penalties, 102 yards. Mm. Not to be outdone, Fort Mill has seven for 75. Yeah. So, I mean. All total, we're reaching 20. Yeah. So back to pass is Haynes going to just dump it over the middle. Got his man at the 40. And he's going to be close to a Fort Mill first down inside Lugolf Elgin territory. That's Jason Moran. First time we've called the leading receiver for the Yellow Jackets. He makes of, his presence felt. Sorry, Tyler. And, and you'll see that a lot of teams take away Jason Moran. They they put what they call a, a two-cover on him. They'll put a corner and a safety over him, but he makes the catch there. Timeout, Fort Mill. Uh, right there about uh, nine or ten seconds ran off the clock before the timeout got called, but second down and short and a timeout on the field. Timeout on the field. We will keep it here and let you know that high school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Founders Federal Credit Union. Relax. Discover the Founders difference. FoundersFCU.com. Southern Salads and Sandwich Company. Rock Hill and Fort Mill's favorite place to meet and eat. And by my friend Teresa Pavone with Keller Williams South Park. Real Estate by Teresa Pavone on Facebook. What I want to know is who do you not know? It's got to be a lot shorter. List, Listen, I, I, I got to tell you, I did not expect to see so many familiar faces. I mean, people that I haven't seen in, in more than the three years I've been away from Lugolf Elgin. I saw about 10 people from the high school graduating class of 2003. So. I'm going to say this with a lot of affection. You are the Brown Simpson of Kershaw <laughs> County. That right there is true. It was really nice to see a lot of familiar faces, and I want to thank and uh, appreciate Alan Miller and Chris and Manning for putting me on this game because I got to tell you, it didn't feel weird this week at all, you know, part of the job. But going through that gate and coming up and being in the visiting booth felt a little different. But uh, nice to see so many great faces here um, at Lugolf Elgin. So out of the timeout, second down and two. Two receivers left to right. Isaiah Haynes, the quarterback. Fort Mill trailing 14 to nothing, but they've got a chance to put some points on the board. And we still got a delay here. Remember, the play clock is out, so they're trying to keep this on the field. And I think the uh, gentleman in the white hat is asking for an adjustment in time, and he did. They put a little time back on the clock, about four seconds. Okay, Haynes, a little miscommunication here on defense. They're not in position. Haynes back to pass, and looks like he's going to run and just slides down at the 39. Looks like he's going to be right at the first down yard marker, and I think we have another timeout. Is that right? Yep, timeout for Fort Mill. We'll do it with him. Time out on the field. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Risk mornings with scorching afternoons. Welcome to the South. It's your reminder it's time to get your precision tune-up so when it turns cold, you're ready. Call Lighthouse Heating and Cooling today, 803-329-1200. With Comporium, you get way more than home security. 
you get eyes everywhere. Remote access to lights and locks from anywhere. And right now, you'll get a secure home for a lot less than you'd think with anytime live video streaming, remote temperature control, and 24-7 monitoring. We're more than your internet company. We're your peace of mind, never felt this easy company. For zero stress levels, they connect it to what matters most. Comporium, always ready. All right, it's going to be a third down and one out of the timeout. Isaiah Haynes in the Fort Mill Yellow Jacket offense. Two receivers left, two right. Haynes looking, going to throw over the middle. Got the tight end at the 30. 25 still on his feet to the 20-yard line. Move those chains, Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. A huge 20-yard gain on third and one. They go no huddle. Clock ticking, 27 seconds. They roll it in a spike by Isaiah Haynes. Boy, what a pitching catch from Haynes to Tanner Mays. And again, the, the tight end just coming across the middle on a skinny post pattern there, and the safety was late picking him up, and by the time the safety did pick him up, his vision was for what they call dirty eyes. He was looking into the backfield, and Tanner Mays was by him. This time they lined Tanner up at wide receiver, far on the near side. Four wide outs, Haynes out of the shotgun. Back in the backfield, I think that's Deal. Haynes looking to throw, scrambles, throws, and it's incomplete out of bounds with the 22nd second mark. I said second twice, I know. <laughs> That's a lot of twos. It is. Yeah. But Four, it just... 14 to nothing, Lugoff Elgin leads. The clock is stopped. Third down and 10 right outside the 20-yard line at the 22. And what I was going to say there is, is that was a great decision by Isaiah Haynes because right there in that situation with no timeouts left, the two things you cannot do is turn the football over and get sacked. So big third down here for Fort Mill. They've got no timeouts left. Three receivers left, one right. Haynes looking, good protection, going to throw into the end zone, off his fingertips incomplete. Oh, good coverage on the play, but it looked like he almost had a shot at it in and out of his hands. Well, I should say the fingertips. That would have been a, a, an amazing Sports Center top 10 type catch, but could not bring it in. And it brings up fourth down and 10. And boy, tough decision here for Rob McNeely. You could attempt a long field goal or take another shot at the end zone. Alice Carraway right there was beat on the play, but he turned his hips at the last second and just found the football. Great defense. All right, they're going to take another shot. 14 seconds left, down 14 to nothing. Haynes with three receivers left, one right. Three down linemen for the de Demons. Back to pass is Haynes. Going to throw this one into the end zone. Incomplete. Pass is incomplete. Turnover on downs. But a good show of fight there by the Fort Mill offense. Getting down the field. Getting in position there. But unable to connect. And with nine seconds left. Looks like Lugoff Felgen going to go to the half. Up two scores. Just a deep, uh, deep crossing pattern there by Jason Moran. But again, with what defensers are doing to Fort Mill to take Moran out of the out of the equation right there had the safety over the top and Isaiah had to throw the football before he was ready to let go of it just timing a little bit off for Fort Mill so if you're Lugolf Elgin do you sit on it or take a shot it looks like they will take a knee there's your answer right there as they will take it into the half leading 14 to nothing Lugolf Elgin on top of the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets we will head to the hospitality heating and air halftime report with your score Lugolf Elgin 14 Fort Mill nothing. You're listening to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. 
Back on the OTS Sports Network. Start of the second half between Lugolf Elgin and Fort Mill. Tyler Cup, John Turner here on the call on the campus of Lugolf Elgin High School as Fort Mill will kick it off to Lugolf Elgin. The Demons have a 14 to nothing lead over the Yellow Jackets. Lugolf Elgin will pick it up. The up back at the 10 yard line. Oh boy, he's got some space. At the 35, drops the football. Oh, there's a fumble down. Fumble down. Who's got the ball? Looks like the Demons might have just got it back. Fort Mill doesn't seem to think they have it. Now there's some pushing and shoving. Oh, boy. There's a scrum still. The officials are pulling apart the players. And it looks like the Demons will control. But somebody got a hand in there, John. Ripped it out. There is a flag down that came in late. I don't know if that was out of the pushing and shoving. But this is this is how we start the second half with guess what more flags we had over 20 in the first half. Well, it seems to be a, con- a continuing theme. Why stop now? I mean, it just <laughs> seems to make sense, doesn't it? And it's another penalty on the Lugoff Elgin Demons. They've start, like you said started the second half the way they did in the first half. And my keys to the second half really quickly, if I may, if I may, the first one is for Lugoff Elgin. Cut out the penalties. Go back to running the football between the tackles. Soak in the defense for Fort Mill. Fix the mesh point. No more turnovers. And throw the football to open up the run. Defense, keep digging in your heels. So out of the shotgun snap, they have been in this formation for the better part of the game, Lugolf Elgin has, with a receiver to either side and two backs. Sky Harder going to get the carry far side. Big hole. He bounces it outside, however, and he gets taken down up to the 30-yard line. That's a gain of about six yards on the play. We'll see where they give him his forward progress. Yeah, right there at the 30. So second and four upcoming for the Lugolf Elgin Demons. The Fort Mill Yellow Jackets, man, they played hard defensively in that first half. Made Lugolf Elgin work. And they forced two field goal attempts that were no good. They gave up the long touchdown pass for 39 yards. And it's 14 to nothing. Yellow Jackets have been close to scoring. They've got inside the 30 twice, but come away with no points. Here's the handoff near side to Harder, and he gets closer to the first down yard marker, but still shy out across the 30 to the 32-yard line. 11 minutes left to go here in this third quarter. 14 to nothing. Lugolf Elgin leads Fort Bill. You Got an update on the Hospitality Hegan Air Conditioning Halftime Report of all the scores. You can get the recaps tonight on the end zone with special guest host Matthew Cray. Matthew Cray, the Cray, will be hosting tonight. Looking forward to that. Cray's going to do a great job. Handoff. Oh, slips through the seam. Does Sky Harder. Gets the first down. That across the 40 to the 44-yard line. I tell you, Sky Harder, we talked about him. Not a typical-looking running back. He... Runs low to the ground, kind of a smallish back, and it's kind of hard to find him behind the, that offensive line. It absolutely is, and he runs with absolute just fury, if I may use that word, talking about a Lugolf Elgin demon. He just, just he runs angry. He's just mad. When he gets the football, he's looking to punish somebody. And it's going to be a handoff once again to Harder, and he gets it up to midfield. Another gain of about six or seven yards. You know, he came in averaging right at six yards a carry, and, John, I would say he has stayed on that path, stayed on that average, if you will, as we had a late whistle after they unpiled. I don't see a flag. It's a sideline warning against Fort Mill, and I'll tell you why. It's actually going to be a penalty against the Yellow Jackets, and I'll tell you why. 
there's a line over there and the players and all the staff and everybody's supposed to stay behind the line so the down judge can move up and down the sidelines. They've obviously been warned because they actually applied a penalty right there. Normally you get a warning and then a penalty, so they must have been warned earlier in the game. Second down and four. Ball at midfield. Oh, hit hard. That was Kate Haley. Oh, shades of Jadavion Clowney in the bowl game, the Michigan hit. That looked almost step-for-step step exactly like it, except this time it was deuce-deuce. Cade Haley coming through the line with the hit. That looked exactly like it. <laughs> I got to tell you. He had the snap count timed perfectly. Wow. His movement was spot on, and you're right. It's, it's also pretty easy when the center and the guard just separate the way they did, and Cade just went whoosh, right through the hole. Wow. A vicious hit. What a play by Cade Haley. He's a Springs Insurance defensive player of the game. He's a candidate. Here is Morris, going to be a little button hook to his receiver, close to the first down yard marker, near side at the 48-yard line. That's going to be very close to a first down here, John. Let's see where they put this yard sticks. So that be was a little short. Yeah, that was third and nine. That's going to make it fourth down and two. And it looks like the offense is thinking about going for it here. You're up 14 to nothing, and yeah. the defense has been on the field a lot for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. Mm -hmm. I don't mind this call for Matt Campbell. Sure. Just inside Yellow Jacket territory, fourth down and two. They're going to go for it. It's going to be a handoff to Harder. He's got the first down and more. Powers his way to the 41, taken down there. And he only needed two. Picks up about seven on that play. Clock ticking at 8.43 remaining in the third quarter. It's 14 to nothing. And I want to give a shout-out to a very special friend of mine, friends of mine, I believe her husband's listening too, Kimberly and Kyle Lund listening in Lugolf. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate y'all. See y'all soon. Receiver on either side. Two backs, and what do we got here? Flags down. Boy. <laughs> the right side of the offensive line for Lugolf Elgin thought the snap count was something other than what it was, and another self-inflicted wound on Lugoff Elgin, and it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. But but on this drive, Tyler, it, it's interesting. This is exactly what Matt Campbell did on the first drive of the ball game for the Demons, and this is exactly what I would have done if I was him. Basically, keep it between the tackles. Keep running it. Don't get fancy. Don't yeah. throw it, put it in the air. Make Fort Mill stop you running the football and then adjust. Receiver to either side, two backs. Morris, shotgun. Harder's in the backfield. Who else? He's going to get it again. And he's going to power his way. Look at the blockers just shoving their way. Harder imposing his will, still on his feet. Finally taken down. They blow the whistle at the 40-yard line. And let's see where they spot him because I think they blew the whistle and he kept moving forward. They're going to give him all that penalty yardage lost. So only give him five yards on the play. It looked like he got a little more than that, but they blew the play dead. So a five-yard gain, second down and 10. Ball at the Fort Mill, 42. Demons converted a fourth down on this drive. And it's going to be a handoff to Sky Harder up the middle again. And another flag comes in from the back judge. Now I'm going to say something here. I'm going to repeat what Coach Adam Hastings of the Indian Land Warriors said last week. You, you don't want to jump the gun on these penalties and put these penalties on the young men just yet. He wanted to go and watch the film. There were a lot of penalties last week in that Indyland Fort Mill game. Yes, there was. And he was dead set and determined that he was not exactly sure 
in terms of if those penalties were really on his team and if they were really doing the wrong things or if it was possibly some judgment caused by the officiating crew. And quite frankly, John, I think this might be one of those deals where it's a little more on the officiating crew because we're – are we at 30 penalties yet on both sides? Well, it's interesting that you bring that up. We're getting close. We're, we got to be getting close. We're getting close. We are uh, – right now we're at 25. 25. We're yeah. at 25 penalties total if you combine both teams. Now, having said that, I think it's overkill when it interrupts the flow of the game, and it yeah. certainly has tonight. Second down and 18. Morris back to pass. Clean pocket looking. Fires this one deep over the middle, and that is. Did he intercept that pass? Yes, he did. I think he did. Interception, Fort Mill. Interception, Fort Mill, deep down the field. Gavin Branwood, a linebacker, deep in coverage. He also can play free safety when the Jackets go to that 4-2 that look up front, and then they drop five, and Gavin noticed it. He was playing on the far hash. He noticed the deep pass. He gave up his coverage on the far side, came all the way back to across the field. The ball was overthrown. Really been, really was a tougher catch than you made it look because a lot of hands in the air, but he stayed with it. Good concentration and picks it off. He put his name in the hat for the Springs Insurance Defense Player of the Game for Fort Mill. So the interception by Fort Mill. And it's going to be a handoff straight ahead. Nothing doing there. And this demon defensive front was able to close up that gap for a short gain of two. Very favorable spot by the officials that time. But I'll tell you, Fort Mill, again, defensively, living by the skinny hairs on their chinny-chin-chin, that dodged another one. They dodged a bullet, caught a break. Four receivers. And I think they got Lugal Felgen to jump. Great wow. job. Wow, wow, wow. That was well done by Isaiah Haynes in the Fort Mill offensive line in unison, setting that up. And I'm forcing Lugal Felgen to jump off sides. And that <laughs> I've had a head coach tell me, Tyler, and I'm not making this up. And he's probably listening to this broadcast right now, and he knows who he is. Sometimes you go back and study film to learn, and sometimes yeah. you just burn the film and move on. Mm -hmm. And he knows who he is who said that, by the way. <laughs> Second down and three. Four wideouts. It's 14 to nothing, Lugal Felgen. Yellow Jackets have the ball. Pitch far side and just out of the reach of Piercy. Max just couldn't quite get there, and it's going to be third down and three. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Toyota of Rock Hill. Let's go places. AirTech heating and air, no matter what the weather, AirTech makes it better. And by your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Lau Boulevard in Rock Hill and Tiga K. Third down and three. Isaiah Haynes going from left to right. Fort Mill needs a third down conversion here bad. 6.06 remain. Haynes over the middle incomplete. I think that was initially supposed to go to the slanting receiver. I think that was initially supposed to go to Kurtz, and it went past him to Moran, and he missed it too. So fourth down, and they'll have to punt it away. What you have there is what I call a twin route. So you have both slant patterns. One is a five-yard slant. The other one is about a 15-yard slant. And what the quarterback's job is is to put it out in front of the receiver, either on the under underneath or on, over the top. And right there, the ball went between them. So just not a good throw there uh, by Isaiah Haynes. 6-0-1 remains in this third quarter. Lugolf Elgin, 14. Fort Mill, nothing. It's a fake. It's going to be a fake, and they are not going to get it. 
I don't know. The it, far this, side judge. Is far saying, side judge is close. Oh, wow. They're not going to measure. They're going to give it to him. He's And I'll tell you why. He had to get to the, the nose of the football. John, I thought he was it. at least a yard shot. Sorry to cut but, you off. But here's what happened, I think, on that play. When he went down, he rolled on top of a defender wow. and then touched the ground. And you're not down until something other than your hand touches the ground. He rolled on a defender Good catch by and you. then touched the ground. Mm. And remember, the ball just had to touch the 22, and it barely did. But, whew, game of inches, Fort Mill gets... A nut gets away with another one. Wow. Good good catch by you, partner, because I did not see that. Good call. Rolled over the player to get the first down, to get the game to get to get the inch. Here's a pass. Wide open Dylan Schaefer at the 40. The 30. Nobody's gonna catch him. 20. 10 5. Touchdown, Fort Mill. Oh my goodness. 78 yards. Wow. <laughs> and the yellow jackets are on the board. What a play. They convert the fake punt, and then the very next play, 79 yards, a wide-open Dylan Schaefer down the field. No one's around him. No one was within 15 yards, and he's into the end zone. We got a ball game. And I'll tell you two things Fort Mill did there. First of all, they broke Tennessee. They've been running the football on first down all night long. That time they threw. But I love the play call. Right after you have a fake punt and get up the, get the first down, take a shot. Why not? And the Demons didn't cover him. Spot kick, and that is good. Once again, let me say it. We got a ball game. 14 to 7. 536 remains in the third quarter. You're listening to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. Football is here and so is tailgating. And McDonald's has family bundles under $15. They're sure to get a big cheer. Available at participating York and Lancaster County stores. And don't forget to download the McDonald's app for 20% off your order. Is your child struggling in school? Do you know a student 16 to 19 years of age who has dropped out, lacks discipline, or is on a destructive path? Then give the Will Lou Gray Opportunity School a try. The military-style school provides an alternative education to young adults in need of a second chance by offering academic instruction by state-certified teachers and job-based training. Students live on campus during the 14-week program, which is virtually free. For more information, contact 803-896-6480 or at willlougray.org. This is Debbie from Southern Salads. You know our salads. Now try our burgers. They're half pound and hand patted. For a twist, try our cheesy burger with spicy pimento cheese or our southern burger with slaw and chili. Southern Salads, your favorite place to meet and eat. It's amazing how sports can change in an instant. The outcome of a game or the current status of a game can change just like that a 79 yard touchdown pass and we are we got a one score game 14 to 7 536 remains here in this third quarter and Fort Mill will kick it away to Lugolf Elgin that is just what the doctor ordered for Fort Mill and here's a squib kick that is going to go out of bounds which will give us another penalty that is heads up by the return man for the Demons. Mm-hmm. And I want to give credit to the young man's number eight, and that is uh, Allie Duncan. I'll tell you why. Outside the numbers, he was right at the football, but he noticed how close he was to the sideline, and he backed up and let it roll out of bounds. Very, very heads-up play. Allie Duncan, the son of two Lugol Felgen athletes who played here. One was a 
star basketball and volleyball player, his mother, the other, was a basketball player. So sports running in the family for that young man, Allie Duncan. So here we go, Lugal Felgen with the football. First and 10, ball at their own 35. And Yellow Jackets got a little momentum here after a 79-yard touchdown pass. It was caused by the interception in a fake punt conversion. We do have a penalty down, but a tackle after a quick pitch and catch on a little out route at the 40-yard line. And a flag is in the backfield in the area of holding. Morris was back there with a clean pocket. Hasn't had a whole lot of pressure. You can give credit to that Lugal Felgen offensive line, but there might have been a reason he had a clean pocket in that one. They're going to call false start. It's an illegal formation. And okay. I'll tell you, the, the receiver on the far side was not on the line. As a receiver, when you get to the line, if you're on the line, your job is to look at the side judge or the down judge and tell that official, I'm on the line. The receiver didn't do that. That's why the flag flew immediately. I want to finish the thought real quick on that long touchdown throw. What guts shown by Rob McNeely? Fake punt at your own 18-yard yeah. line? That's a lot of forward. I'm not sure I could have made that call. Wow. That's a great call by Rob McNeely. So here is a wide-open hole for Sky Harder and maybe a touchdown-saving tackle, a shoestring tackle. I'm trying to see who made that. It's number nine, Stephen Ocampo. Ocampo, man, he's having a great game. He's really having a solid season, too. That was one of the players that Coach Matt Campbell, Lugal Felgen, pointed out on film. He said, we got to be wary of 9 and 22. So coaches, they don't really worry about names. They look at numbers. numbers they yes. look at numbers of who they see on film. And he told me 9 and 22 were his players that he thought a lot of of this Fort Mill defense. And here's a handoff far side. Sky Harder breaking more tackles as he gets it up to the 45-yard line. This is close for a Lugal Felgen first down as the clock ticks at 432. And you're 100% right. Anytime you interview a football coach, be prepared for the answer to be, well, we got to uh, contain nine and keep six in the pocket. And as a broadcaster, you better know who six and nine are. Otherwise, you're, you're out to lunch. But uh, Demon's going quickly here, 418 and counting. They're already at the line. No huddle. Two receivers right, one left. Sky Harder in the backfield. First and ten. He's going to get the ball. Harder does out across the 45. Still on his feet, churning to the 48. And that's going to be a short gain on the play. Forward progress. They give them about three yards. So second and seven upcoming for the Demons. 3.55 clock ticking. 14 to seven your score. And this is about what I thought it might be. Talking to both coaches here in Rob McNeely's interview and talking to Matt Campbell this week and having seen Fort Mill throughout the season. This is a team that played hard and was due for a performance like this, a team hungry for a win. And it's going to be a pitch far side to Harder, and he gets maybe past the line of scrimmage before this Yellow Jacket defense gang tackles him. And that is going to be on the stop. Well, was that 91? It was 81. 81, Henry. And that's Henry DeBell. Yeah. And, uh, I thought that I was think, him. I think that play was made, Tyler, by number 99, Tyson Stroman. I'll tell you why. When you're a defensive end, your job is contained, and he did. He jumped out and went up the field a couple of yards. That forced the running back back inside where the help was. Yeah, DeBout and Stroman on that stop. Third down and six. Morris going to throw this one deep near side. Got a man that's incomplete. Couldn't quite catch up to it. He was wide open 
on the little flag pattern. Far side of the field, that is Jeremiah McNeil. And it will bring up fourth down and eight. And how about that? You score a touchdown, come out on defense, and you force a punt. We talked about how momentum can do some things like that for your defense, and it did it right there for Fort Mill. And they're going to get this football back after scoring a touchdown on their last offensive possession. So two things real quick. Demons are missing a player. There's the gunner right there. But can we talk for a second about the throw by the quarterback on the far side of the hash? He turned it loose at the 37. The ball hit the turf inside the 30 all the way across the field. Folks, that's a 50-yard throw. And there's a big boot. Wow. Oh, no. Hit a shoulder pad. And going to pick up the football, trying to make up some ground. And he's going to be tackled back at the six-yard line. Oh, that could have been big trouble. And we've got more flags on the field. Who was that? I think that was Piercy back there. But nonetheless, regardless, a flag is down, and we've got an injured yellow jacket on the field. Real quick, Tyler, and it's really a question on my part. So he waved his arm for the fair catch, then fumbled the football, picked it up, and ran with it. My question is, is that a penalty? Because a lot of times if you call for the mm. fair catch, is the fair catch null and void once the ball is fumbled, or right. is it still in, in play, so to speak? And if you try to run with it, they consider that deception, and that is a penalty. But it's more of a question on my part, really. It's a good question. 14-7, your score, 2.43 left. The injured Yellow Jacket will get his name in just a moment. I want to let you know, fans, high school football and the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Abacus Tax and Books. Call them right now, 803-548-1099. That's 548-1099. Maybe not call them right now. They're probably closed. Uh, Imperial Pool and Spas, 21 Bypass, Rock Hill, and in Lake Wiley, and Family Trust Federal Credit Union, building relationships for a lifetime. They're not at the office right now. They're in a football stadium somewhere there in the beautiful is. confines of the OTS family of stations. And <laughs> folks, again, a lot of interesting scores around the area tonight and across the state of South Carolina. Check it all out at the Nickel Store scoreboard at WRHI.com. Jalen Chambers was the yellow jacket, and he is walking off on his own power, coming to the sideline. And the officials are currently talking about what that flag was on because we has still not have seen a signal on it. There's a signal. What do we got here? They're going to call an illegal formation against Lugolf Elgin, and the Jackets are going to make them kick again. Oh, well, actually, they're not going to. I'll take that back, and I'll tell you why. They called two penalties, one on the Demons for illegal formation because the gunner that ran on late wasn't on the line. That's too many men in the backfield. Remember, we, we just had this conversation about the fair catch. If you try to run after a fair catch, that's called a delay a game, and that was a penalty on Fort Mill. So those penalties offset, so they got a re-kick after all of that. Hmm. But I tell you what, if, if you wanted to, to see a game where you've seen just about every penalty there is in the book, this one would be a great place to start because we've seen some penalties in this game you don't normally see. So back to punt. And here is another big boot. Fort Mill's going to wind up with better field position here, it looks like, as this one will roll to the 18-yard line, and that's where the Yellow Jackets will put it in play. 2.27 left in the third quarter. We've had an action-packed third quarter. Good to have you here on WRHI.com and the WRHI mobile app. Next week, it will be Fort Mill 
playing host to the York Cougars in the last non-conference game on the slate. And then um, they'll go into region play. I think they have Blythewood after that. That's correct. I think me and you got a trip down to Columbia. We do, and next week with the York Cougars and Fort Miola Jackets, so be the boss man, Chris <laughs> Miller and myself. So uh, if I'm fired after next week, folks, you'll know why. <laughs> I'm kidding. Back to pass his hands. He's going to fire this one deep downfield, and it's incomplete. And that was way out of the reach of Van Piercy, and that's saying something because he's got quite the wingspan. And what do we got here? I don't see a flag down, but the officials are... There's a Yellow Jacket player that's limping around, and he's trying desperately to stay in the football game. Now, on that, we've been giving the officials a hard time all night long. They didn't throw the flag for interference. That was a good job of officiating. They let those guys hand fight their way down the field. Man in motion, and this is Haynes going to keep it on the run. A big run here out across the 30, 35, 40, 45, out of bounds there where he's forced out at the 47. I'm sorry, I stuttered there a little bit. I'm not used to Isaiah Haynes having that much space to run, John. <laughs> well, initially, he had a wide open space. You and I could have walked through it. Yeah. Massive block on the left side of the offensive line for Fort Mill. But when he got to the second level, he broke a couple of tackles. And really, the only thing that stopped him was he ran up the back of one of his own players and then squirted out of that as well. Big pickup for Isaiah Haynes. Without a doubt, the longest run of the season for Haynes goes for about 20. Two receivers, man in motion. That's Moran. Moran's going to get it on the swing pattern at the 45. Oh, drug down viciously. Almost a horse collar called, but no penalty there. Big surprise. <laughs> well, <laughs> second down and eight. All right, easy, Tiger. Now, <laughs> that particular case, I know you can hear some Fort Mill fans wanting a horse collar. It isn't, and I'll tell you why. That's more of a clothesline, but he got him up. He got Moran up around the neck and spun him around. That is a legal tackle. That is not a horse collar tackle, so a good job of, th of not throwing the flag there by the officiating crew. Two receivers, three backs. Second down and eight. Fort Mill at their own 47. Going to be a handoff straight ahead, and down he goes just inside LE territory at about the 48-yard line of the Demons as they unpile. I think that was Deal. Yes, it was. Grayson Deal on the carry. And it will be third down and four upcoming. Boy, a huge third down for momentum purposes in this game for both these teams, for the Fort Mill offense and the LE defense. Clock ticking at 43 seconds left, 14 to 7, your score. We're about to head to the fourth. But what's going to happen here? Fort Mill scored on their last drive, a 79-yard touchdown pass. What are they going to do here on a third and four? Haynes with a throw over the middle. Oh, did he hang on to that pass? Yes, he did. Caught by the Fort Mill receiver, Van Piercy, for a first down inside Demon Territory. Move those chains, Yellow Jackets, and they sprocked this football at the 35. How did he hang on to that? That pass was behind him, and he did a spin move going down to the ground, securing that football. What a grab. I tell you what, that, that is concentration of the highest degree to be able to reach behind your body like that and snag the football, knowing that you're about to take a hit. New set of downs, ball at the LE 35, Haynes. Looks to the left side. Going to throw. Right side. Caught by Schaefer. Trying to break a tackle at the 35. Can't do it. And he's drugged back to the 40 as the third quarter comes to a close. We will see where they spot the football. But, folks, we got a ball game. Start of the fourth quarter coming up. 
Lugol Felgen, 14, Fort Mill 7. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Untangling your headphones, finding the right remote, saying goodbye to your favorite shirt that hasn't fit in 10 years. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who live in your community and answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like finding a new favorite shirt. That's simple human sense. This is Robert Allison. See us at Springs Insurance, Fort Mill, Lancaster, and Indian Land. Protecting what's important to you. Founders knows you must use your best money-saving strategies to reach your full financial potential, including finding the best interest rates on your credit cards. In our current economy, you've got to make every dollar count. That's why Founders offers low balance transfer rates on all their credit cards. Get the most out of your credit card. Visit foundersfcu.com cc to apply and save today. Terms and conditions apply. Membership qualification required. Federally insured by NCUA. Start of the fourth quarter, and we got a good one, folks, here on WRHI.com and the WRHI mobile app. 14-7, Lugolf Elgin leads Fort Mill, but the Yellow Jackets are on the move. And we're going to have a second down and 10, ball at the LE35. Well, and and, and go back to how it all started, though, right, with that Lugolf Elgin drive that Fort Mill was able to snag and put the kibosh on, so to speak, deep in their own territory. Now Fort Mill with a chance to maybe even this game and another penalty <laughs> on Lugolf Elgin. It's offside now. Is that penalty number 30? Uh, that would be penalty c- close. Penalty number 20 on Lugolf, but that's penalty number 31. 31. The there yes. it is. Mm-mm-mm. And I'm going through real quick, Tyler. One, two, three, four, five. That's the sixth time it's been an offside penalty against the Lugolf Elgin Demons. And Matt Campbell, whatever hair he's got left, is either falling out or turned gray. Goodness. It's gone com- completely gray in his seven years at Lugolf Elgin, I can tell you that. Second down and five. Isaiah Haynes back to pass. Throws this one deep down the seam. Got Schaefer. Touchdown, Fort Mill. Dylan Schaefer, two touchdown receptions. And we are an extra point away from this one being tied. 30-yard strike and another Skittles throw. That bad boy was a <laughs> rainbow. And, again, Dylan Schaefer got behind the defensive back on basically just a double route. That's what they call a sluggo. It's a slant and go, and the defensive back fell for the first part to the point where Schaefer was backpedaling as he caught the football into the end zone. A nice little Michael Jackson move on the moonwalk there by Schaefer. Wow. Dylan Schaefer and Isaiah Haynes, this might be the start of something here this season for the Yellow Jackets. Their 0-4 mark on the season could change here tonight, and it could start with this connection between Haynes and Schaefer. Here's the kick, and he gets it. We are tied. Back where we started, 14-all, 11.53 left remaining in the fourth. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Trap Firehouse Subs, spicy Cajun chicken sub with Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, house-made Cajun mayo, and jalapenos, all on a toasted sub roll. And remember, a portion of the proceeds go to first responders. Only at your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard, Antigua K. 
Are your floors feeling bouncy? Do you have a wet crawl space or how about any cracks in your walls? Call Southeastern Foundation and Crawl Space Repair. Let one of their team members evaluate your home. They will send a qualified consultant out with the experience necessary to remedy your home. They show up at the time promised, give you all the facts about what's going on with your home, and then let you make an educated decision. Call them at 866-668-7335 or online at scfoundations.com. That's 866-668-7335 or scfoundations.com. This is Olivia Shambly with YMCA of Upper Palmetto. We are here to help you get fit and stay healthy with unlimited group exercise classes, year-round swimming, and the latest strength and cardio equipment. At the YMCA, you already belong. All you have to do is join. Go to ymcaup.org today. Back on the OTS Sports Network, 14 all. Lugol Felgen, 14. Fort Mill, 14. A 30-yard touchdown scoring strike from Isaiah Haynes to Dylan Schaefer at the 11.53 mark in the fourth quarter. You can just tell Yellow Jackets want this one bad. But we've got a lot of football left. Squib kick. That will bounce. Fort Mill's got a chance to get this ball back. And who's going to get it? Oh, this is... Belgian fell on top of it. They just got it was literally standing beside him. And guess what? Another penalty flag. I know you find that shocking. (laughs) So you said Lugolf Elgin has over 20 penalties? Yes, sir, I did. Mm. Yes. Boy, I thought Fort Mill had a great shot at that one as it... Golden opportunity. Yeah, it bounced right in front of the player, and I don't know if he realized he could have touched it yet or not because it went well over 10 yards, and a Lugolf Elgin player was able to fall on it. That could have been one heck of an opportunity for Fort Mill. But Lugol Felgen will have the ball. They've got it at their own 40. And by the way, the penalty was an illegal touching against Fort Mill. That I'm not 100% sure about, but that was what the official said. But that's the 11th penalty on the Jackets. Two receivers to the near side. It's going to be Sky Harder taking it off left side on the take and he's going to be drugged back at the line of scrimmage they may have given his forward progress two yards and they do so second and eight upcoming for the demons 14 apiece and nobody in this crowd has left it has been a jam-packed crowd nobody has gone to the X's just yet because they are in for a heck of a finish it looks like 14 all demons and yellow jackets ellie has the football with 11 19 remaining Receiver on either side, two backs. Morris going to hand it off to Harder, and he's being drugged back and maybe got one or two yards on the play. I tell you, these defensive backs, Gavin Brandwood, who had the interception earlier tonight, he's played well out there. That was a tackle by him. And they're going to give him two yards on the carry, so we'll call this third down and six and a crucial third and six. As if you remember, Fort Mill has forced a three and out and gotten an interception and has turned those into touchdowns in their last two possessions. This could be a game-deciding third down here. Morris, pump fake, throws over the middle, got his man at the 45, and he's brought down there for a first down. That is a very tight window to squeeze a football into, and it was almost knocked down by Landon Kurtz. Landon tried to play the football instead of the receiver, and when he he moved his arm down like he was trying to tomahawk it, but he mistimed it, 
and that's a big conversion by Lugolf Elgin. K.J. Golden, who has pretty much caught all the passes from Morris, catches that one in traffic, brings it down at the Fort Mill 44 to pick up a new set of downs for L.E. Receiver on either side. Two backs out of the shotgun for Morris. Going to hand it off to Sky Harder, and he's brought down and met before the 40 at about the 42. And again, just running between the tackles, and, and Lugolf Elgin has had success doing that most of the night between the 30s, but, but folks, you go back to the number of times they've been inside Fort Mill territory, and the Fort Mill defense has bowed its neck, and you remember the two missed field goals by Lugolf Elgin and all the penalties, and that's why the score is what it is, 14 apiece with nine and a half to play. We're tied up here in the fourth quarter. Second down and eight yards to go. Here comes the blitz by Fort Mill. It's picked up by L.E. Thrown far side. Caught. I think that's Golden again. Far side of the field. He picks up the first down near the 30-yard line. I tell you, K.J. Golden has looked good for this Demon football team. Talking to some of their coaches this week. Told me that they have some talented receivers, but they have had trouble in terms of the, well, their job, the catching department. They have had some drops this season, but K.J. Golden has caught just about everything thrown his direction tonight for L.E. Give Sky Carter uh, a big assist there. He blocked not one blitzer, but two. First down and 10. Ball at the 30. Hand off to Harder, and he's hit hard and met by, there's Kate again. <laughs> Can I use your line? Mama, there's that man again. Yeah, Mama, there goes that man again. Deuce, deuce, Kate Haley. Off tackle, shoots through the gap, and brings down Harder for no gain. Second down and 10. I tell you what. The physicality of the Fort Mill defense just about all night long. Mm -hmm. And take nothing away from Blue Golf Elgin. They've done a great job moving the football. But, man, the Fort Mill defense came to play tonight. Second down and 10. And here comes the blitz. Once again, Ellie picks it up, throws this one deep down the near side. That is incomplete. In and out of the hands of the intended receiver, Zaquan Murphy, streaking down the sideline. He had his man just beat and could not bring it in. And Morris, with his hands on his hips, he knows that that one got away from him. Third down and 10. Yeah, unfortunately, the only thing I have to tell you, folks, that's a drop. Yeah. I mean, that ball was right there. The quarterback just dropped the dime in there. you got to come up with that. He got both hands on the football, and, and it just could not bring it in. I'm not sure what happened there. Crucial, third down and 10. Ball at the Fort Mill 33. Lugolf Elgin going from left to right. Morris drops back, being chased, almost sacked, and it's incomplete. Pass is incomplete. Fort Mill thought it was a fumble. And whistles blow everywhere. I think that's an incomplete pass. A flag is down in the backfield. It is an incomplete pass because Bo Blankenship hit the quarterback. And I mean, he cold-cocked him yeah. as soon as the quarterback was releasing the football. But it's holding against Lugolf Elgin. Decision time for Rob McNeely. Oh. It was third and ten. Yeah. If you decline it, it's fourth and ten. You take the penalty, it's third and, say, Roughly 20. Yeah, third and about 20 yards. They're going to back this up, John, to the... Boy, they're still moving. So Goodness. This is, this is going to end up being a, let's see, uh, 5, 10, 15. That's a 17-yard penalty. Yeah, they back this all the way up. The line of scrimmage is the 50. The first down yard marker is about the 24. 21 penalties, a buck 63 on Lugolf Elgin. Third down and 24. He's going to be sacked. Sack back at the 40. 
Oh, the Fort Mill defense finally gets one tonight. They've been close a couple of times, and they finally connect. I think that's Grayson Deal. He uh, was one of the players back there. Kane Haley back there. There was a lot of white jerseys. It's actually number 35, Logan Shope, another two-sport athlete for the Jackets. He also plays football. Yes, actually a three-sport athlete. Take that back. He's also a wrestler for Coach Brock in the uh, the uh, uh, state championship winning level wrestling program at Fort Mill. But Tyler Cup, look at the original line of scrimmage. The 32, Lugolf Elgin is punting from their own 42. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely amazing. It is fourth in California. <laughs> and now some confusion in the... Uh, on the Fort Mill side on who was going to be the return man. Now Isaiah Haynes is back there. Interesting. And that one is a high kick, not as long, but it's going to take a Lugolf Elgin bounce at about the 22. So that's where Fort Mill will put it in play. But you bring up a great point, John. Lugolf Elgin had it third down and 10 at about the 32 of Fort Mill and had a penalty and a sack that backed them up at their own 40. So field position game here in this contest in the fourth quarter. We're tied up 14-all, 7.39 left, and Fort Mill's got the ball. Now, give credit to Rob McNeely right there, folks, because he could have declined the penalty. That would have given Lugolf Elgin a chance to either run or pass, but he made them take the penalty or enforce the penalty. That made it third and really long, knowing it's a passing down, and he sent the blitz, and it worked out beautifully. Two receivers to the near side. It's going to be a handoff. No, pitch it near side. Lost the ball, and that's Moran. He's just got a fall on it. They, they confused me there on the play. I thought it was a handoff to the fullback, but he pulled it out, pitched it near side to Moran. He wasn't ready for it, and it's going to be a huge loss on the play. Loss of about six yards. Moran had to dig both feet in the ground, go to a baseball slide, and then jump back on the football before two demon defenders got to it. A, wow. a common call when I was calling Lugolf Elgin games is going to be second down in Highway 1. <laughs> <laughs> so here's Isaiah Haynes rolling to his right, looking, pointing, trying to find a man, and it's incomplete. Moran was the only receiver in the vicinity, but he threw that one into the Fort Mill sideline. Third down and long upcoming. Now, in that situation, a couple of things to note. First of all, Isaiah Haynes, that's a perfect decision. He threw it where only his guy could get it. It was either going to be out of bounds or Jason Moran was going to catch it. But right there, Fort Mill, those underneath receivers, you got to know your quarterback's in danger and work your way back to the football. They didn't do that. That only left Moran as an option for Isaiah Haynes. Three receivers right, one left. Isaiah Haynes looks over the wide receivers on the right side. Three-step drop, looking. Good pocket, good protection, and I'm not sure where he was throwing, but it's back to the Fort Mill sideline and back to the punt for the Yellow Jackets. Boy, he threw that one high and deep. There were two receivers over there, but neither one of them would have been able to get it. And Yellow Jackets are going to punt this one away. At their own 21-yard line, 6.42 remaining in the fourth. 14 apiece here between Ellie and Fort Mill. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by McDonald's. Download their new app today. Lighthouse Heating and Cooling Specialist, your guide to complete home comfort. And by Stonehaven Remodeling, come home to your dream home. 
And be sure, folks, to stay tuned for all the highlights of tonight's games coming up after 10 o'clock on the OTS family of stations. You'll see and hear Matthew Cray filling in for Chuck Roberts tonight on the end zone. Boy, that was a beauty of a punt that will go out of bounds at about the 34 of Lugolf Elgin. It took a yellow jacket bounce, exactly what they needed to pin Lugolf Elgin back on the other side of the field. And the Fort Mill defense, as hard as they've played all night, they're going to need another good sequence here to get their offense back out on the field. And how much gas, you have to ask the question, how much gas does the Fort Mill defense have left in the tank? They've been on the field a lot tonight. Now look at them right now. They're jumping up and down, and it's Cade Haley who's jumping around and getting everybody riled up for this drive. Hey, folks, get your mornings off to a great start weekdays from 6 to 10 with Charlie Derrick and ride home with Jackson Taylor from 2 to 6. It's Carolina's best country on Interstate 107. And this weekend, you'll hear NASCAR action live from the Bristol Motor Speedway, the Bass Pro Shops NRA NASCAR Cup, race starting at 6.30 p.m. tomorrow evening on Interstate 107. First and 10, ball at their own 34. Demons have the ball. Big hole for Sky Harder at the 40. 45, upfield and midfield for the Demon back, and that's about a 15-yard gain on first and 10. Sky Harder has got to have just over 100 yards on the night. With 6.23 remaining here in the fourth, the Demons have it at midfield. And with little bit of juice the Fort Mill defensive front seven had, uh, the balloon just popped with that big run. Now the Demons right at midfield, like you said, Tyler, and they're marching 6.15 to go. Two receivers, two backs, and Morris going to hand it off to Harder again in a big physical run as he carries two defenders inside the 45 to the 44-yard line. Demons are back inside Fort Mill territory. Second down and four yards to go upcoming. Boy, how about this score, John, on the Nickel Store scoreboard? This seems like a misprint. South Florence 35, South Point nothing? 35 uh, nothing, South Florence. I have no words. Wow. That's amazing. Would love to know the story on that one. Second down and four. Handoff near side. Cuts it inside. That's harder. At the 35. 30 still on his feet. Inside the 30 to the 28-yard line. And Lugolf Elgin is just running right at Fort Mill. And it seems like the Yellow Jackets are having trouble stopping him. Starting to see some fatigue set in for those yellow yep. jacket defenders. Hands on the hips. There's arm tackling going on. When you start to see arm tackling and a lack of fundamentals, that's mental fatigue as well as physical fatigue. And it's plaguing Fort Mill right now. But give credit to Lugolf Elgin. They're just firing off and running it right down Fort Mill's throat. Two backs, two receivers. Jake Morris, the quarterback. Hand off to Harder again at the 25-20. Cuts it inside at the 10 down to about the seven-yard line, and this drive has been all sky. Harder for 10, harder for 12, harder for six, and he's got it. First and goal for the Demons inside the 10. His vision right there, very impressive. That design run was supposed to go up inside in the A-gap. That was bottled up by Fort Mill, so he just pushed it out to the right side off the C-gap, off the tackle right side, and had plenty of green grass. Excellent vision by Hart. So, first and goal, ball at the seven. Harder's going to get it again. Slips through inside the five to the goal line. Powers his way through. No signal yet. Looks no. like he's in from Touchdown. this angle. There it is. Touchdown, Lugolf Elgin. Sky Harder finishes off an unbelievable drive where it was just simple pound the rock down the field. And I think, John Turner, you called it. 
A little fatigue setting in for the Yellow Jacket defensive front. And Lugolf Elgin takes the lead. And right there, Fort Mill knew what was coming. And Lugolf Elgin and Matt Campbell, kudos to them. They just went back to what worked to start the ball game with the first drive for Lugolf Elgin and the first drive of the second half. Just kept it simple. Harder up the middle, harder to the right, harder up the middle. They're going back to what they do well. And you mentioned it before tonight's game, Tyler. Over 500 yards rushing, that's what the Demons do well, and it paid dividends there to take the lead back. Well, he's going to have well over 600 yards rushing through five games of the season, as this being their fifth. And we have got an injured player down. 20-14, to 14, betting the extra point. 4.28 left. It was a seven-yard run by Sky Harder. And we're going to try to get some stats here in just a moment because Sky Harder's had a heck of a night for L.E. But a lot of football left. Fort Mill has played an outstanding second half, and hopefully they can do something here to respond. Now, plenty of time left, 4.28, like you mentioned, in all three timeouts. But all the pressure now on that Fort Mill offense, they've got to respond right here, right now. If they don't respond here and the Demons get a stop, it's going to be tough sledding. Be sure to listen in next Wednesday at 7 o'clock for South Carolina Sports Show of the Year, The Red Zone, live on Interstate 107. Chris, Gene, and some guy named Tyler Cup will be talking to the coaches and discussing next week's games. Plus, we will announce tonight's AirTech Heating and Air Special Teams Player of the Week, live on Interstate 107. And last week's AirTech Heating and Air Special Teams Player of the Week was Cohen Cozell. He had he was 6-for-6 six six on extra points, 1-for-1 one one on a field goal, a 42-yarder, and two touchbacks on kickoffs. On behalf of Benny Etter and AirTech, we congratulate Cohen Cozell of the Catawba Ridge Copperheads. Remember, no matter what the weather, AirTech makes it better. Okay, so they have brought out the cart. We are going to step away for a timeout. 20-14, to 14, your score. Lugolf Elgin leads Fort Mill at the 428 mark left here in the fourth quarter. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. For crave-worthy pizza, it's Topper's Pizza. Delivery or carry-out, late night or right now, with fresh handmade dough and a huge selection of toppings. And you got to have the world-famous Topper Sticks. It's Topper's Pizza with locations in Fort Mill, Tika K, and South Charlotte. Don't let an injury hurt your game. The MUSC Health Sports Medicine team of physicians, athletic trainers, and physical therapists evaluate and treat athletes of all ages. Go to muschealth.org sports to learn how they can help you get back in the game. With three convenient locations in Indian Land, Lancaster, and Chester, our team is dedicated to providing you the excellent care you deserve. MUSC Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, the new team in town. MUSC Health is the official sports medicine provider for Chester and Lancaster County School Districts. And welcome back. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network as we still have an injured player down with 428 remaining. We have both head trainers here, and we have the cart out. We have not been able to get the player. We have no idea what the injury even is. Didn't even see how it happened. It was just a short seven-yard touchdown run by Sky Harder, and then when the players separated from the goal line, Someone realized that there was an injury down, and this is where we are. We've been sitting here for close to five full minutes here, and we hope this is not too serious, but obviously when you see the cart and both trainers from both teams. I did go over and get some look at the stats from the Lugolf Elgin radio crew for PUB. 
179 rushing yards for Sky Harder on over 20 carries. Wow. He's and again, what a back game. to the first half, not a big guy. And but again, it, it, you go back to backs that are of that stature, you think of a of a, and I'm not saying he is these guys, but think about a Warwick Dunn, for example. Not the biggest of guy, but it's somebody that doesn't mind toting the rock 30 times a game. Harder's done that tonight. I'm, I'm extremely impressed with him and this Lugoff Elgin offensive line. They've just been beating and battering that Fort Mill defensive front, but Fort Mill has been bowing its neck when it had to. Tonight, Fort Mill has been a bend, but don't break type of defense, but right there, they did break. Hey, don't forget, folks, there are some other games going on in the OTS uh, family of stations. Some scores are very, very interesting. as a big roar from the crowd for the injured Yellow Jacket as they get him on the cart. You're going to catch all the action here coming up really, really shortly in a few minutes on all of our family of stations, Cable Channel 103 and Facebook. You'll hear and see Matthew Cray with the end zone, a recap of all of Friday night's games, highlights, commentary, and interviews with the coaches. And, Tyler, the game you mentioned, South Florence and, and South Point, I'd love to know what the story is there as well. The other one I want to know about is Gaffney 21, Northwestern 7. Mm -hmm. Let that one marinate for a second. Yeah. So they're going to line up for the extra point. Did we get the number of the injured player? I did not. No, sir. Well, there's nobody on the cart, so he was able to get up and go to the sideline. Yep, they're see. driving the cart back to the sideline, and there's no player on it. So he, he walked off on his own power. But – Thankfully, that was not as serious as it appeared. 428 left, and we're going to see an extra point. Spot kick, and it's blocked! Kick is blocked, and that makes things very interesting. 20-14, to 14, Lugolf Elgin leads Fort Mill. Can the Yellow Jackets get in the end zone, and can they get an extra point? We'll see. Find out next. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. The most comfortable call you can make. Hospitality Heating and Air. This is Gene Lucas with Hospitality Heating and Air. Been waiting to replace your aging heating and air conditioning system? Get an American Standard System and 10-year parts and labor warranty, complete with a 10-year service contract, 980-4677. The most comfortable call you can make, Hospitality at Toyota of Rock Hill, we're putting our all-star lineup of new Toyotas in motion. With zero do-it signings, zero payments for three months, and zero cost maintenance. Plus, get top dollar when you trade or sell us your car. Get our game-winning experience at Toyota of Rock Hill. Located minutes from Uptown at exit 79. ToyotaRockHill.com. Select new 2022 and 2023 models with approved credit. Excludes tax, tag, license, and fees. Includes 378 doc fee. Grow financial deferral payments added to loan. Not all buyers qualify. Expires 12 31 Back on the OTS Sports Network, want to let you know high school football brought to you in part by the Medical University of South Carolina, the official health care provider of Chester and Lancaster County Schools, Borough, Welchel, and Corp Orthodontics, SaturdayBraces.com, and by Southeastern Foundation and Cross Space Repair. Call 866-668-7335. So a missed extra point. 20-14 to 14 after a 7-yard run by Sky Harder. He's got 179 yards on the ground for Lugolf Elgin. But that can be all for naught if Fort Mill can put a score on the board and hit an extra point. We've got a lot of football left with four minutes left. So here we go. Here's the up back for Fort Mill. Finds a little bit of seam but tackled quickly at the 29. 
and that's where they will put it in play. That looked like Zashir Morales, and here come the Yellow Jacket offensive players out on the field. Two touchdown receptions for Dylan Schaefer from Isaiah Haynes. Those are the two scores. You'd like to see them get something going on the ground, and really in the previous games we've seen, maybe minus the Indyland game, Fort Mill's able, been able to run the football pretty well. Yeah, but the touchdowns they've scored tonight have been through the air. Right. And and throw the football to open up the run. That seems to be the recipe of success for Fort Mill. And there's another penalty on Lugolf Elgin after the play was over. It's a personal foul against the Demons. By my count, that's penalty number 22, and that's 178 yards wow. of penalty. Now, that one... This one is massive because the ball was at the 27-yard line. Now it's going to be moved up all the way to the 42. That just gives Fort Mill a little bit more breathing space and a little bit more freedom to call whatever they want to now. First and 10, ball at the Fort Mill 41. Yellow Jackets have it. Four receivers, Dylan Schaefer in motion, far side. Oh, drop the ball. Drop the ball. Lugol Felgen's got it. They recover. Wow. Third fumble of the night by the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets, and again on an exchange-type play where it just didn't mesh the way it's supposed to. Wow. Very odd-looking play where he had the ball and just fell out of his hands. Fell out of his hands. Lugolf Elgin picks it up. And right now you have asked so much of this Yellow Jacket defense. They need one more stop. Four minutes left. And you've got a young man on the field that has rushed for nearly 200 yards on the ground. And they're going to run it some more. Absolutely. Sky Harder gets it again. Straight ahead. And still on his feet down to the 34-yard line. That's a gain of about six yards on first and ten. Second and four upcoming. Fort Mill has all three timeouts left. Lugolf Elgin with two timeouts. And the clock is ticking under four to play. I think Fort Mill's best opportunity here is to basically hold up harder a little bit and try to pull the football out and get some sort of turnover because right now they Fort Mill is just not able to stop the running game of the Demons right now. Two receivers, two backs. Sky Harder is going to get it. Oh, makes a man miss at the 30. 25 still keeps his feet churning at the 22. Brought down by Steven Ocampo. He's had a great night on defense and it's been chasing Number five, Sky Harder, another first down picked up. You know, that's another underrated stat. How many first downs has Sky Harder picked up? Nearly all of them, but maybe one on a pass play. And how many on third down tonight have we seen to extend drives? Two receivers, two backs once again. They have stayed in that shotgun. And it's going to be a handoff to Harder in that 20, 15, 10, down to the five-yard line, and it's another First and goal, and that should put Sky Harder over 200 yards rushing and 30 carries on the game. Wow. He has just been an absolute horse tonight, and the Demons have just ridden him all the way down the football field. And under three minutes to go now, and the clock is now the enemy of the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets with the Demons knocking on the door. 2.54 left. Harder still in the backfield. Morris, your quarterback. Puts a man in motion. Extra blocker on that right side. He's going to run right at the five. Slips into the end zone. Touchdown, Lugol Felgen. And that could be your dagger. 
a six-yard touchdown run from Harder and, and Tyler, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was Harder up the middle, Harder to the right, Harder up the middle. Demons score six plays. It only took about a buck and a half off the clock, but it's a two-score game now, so Fort Mill's back's really against the wall. Unbelievable performance by Sky Harder. That's three touchdowns on the ground, over 200 yards rushing, nearly 700 through five games of the season. Spot kick, and that is good. 27 to 14. Oof. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Stonehaven Remodeling is expanding. If you're looking for qualified trade employees and subcontractors, come and be a part of a team that has been growing right here in Fort Mill for over 15 years. Drop by their office or call Stonehaven at 803-804-7105. Are you or someone you know nervous about the housing market? Don't be. It should be fun and stress-free with the right agent by your side. With my 15 years experience, let's make it easy. I'm Teresa Pavone with Keller Williams South Park and if you want real life real estate, find me on Facebook. Real Estate by Teresa Pavone. Trout Firehouse Subs, spicy Cajun chicken sub with Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, housemate Cajun mayo and jalapenos all on a toasted sub roll. And remember a portion of the proceeds go to first responders only at your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard, Antigua K. This is Kevin Ice at Imperial Pool and Patio. Tired of that old ugly tart covering your pool? At Imperial we recommend safety and convenience of a loop lock cover. With loop Lock, opening and closing your pool becomes an easy one-person job. As for Loop Lock at Imperial Pool and Spas of Rock Hill and Lake Wiley. A six-yard touchdown run at the 239 mark. Sky Harder, his third touchdown of the night, and it's 27-14. Lugal Elgin leads Fort Mill. Yellow Jackets need some magic. Caught at the five. Got a seam here in some space. Going to slip through at the 30, but tripped up there at the 32. And that's where the Yellow Jackets will put it in play. I want to give a shout-out to our board engineer, Bradley Moore. The first time I've worked with him and doing a fantastic job, Bradley. Thank you. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network, brought to you in part by KFC. Get a taste you crave at a price you love. And by the YMCA of Upper Palmetto with convenient locations in York and Lancaster counties. And folks, hang on just for a second. We're going to have the uh, Springs Insurance Defensive Player of the Game and the AirTech Heating and Air Offense Player of the Game for the Jackets here in the next couple of minutes. So here is Fort Mill. Got a pass, and they got to do it quick. And coming near side, that was one of the Piercy boys. He's going to catch it near side at the 41. That's Van. Yep, that's Van. And that's a big gain, second down and one. Nine-yard pass play by Haynes. You know, Haynes, outside of the fumbles, he's had to throw it a lot and, you know, has been more accurate than we've seen him this season. Give him credit. But they got to work on that mesh point. That has been a problem all night long, even when they've had successful handoffs. Three down linemen for the Demons. They're spread out. Extra safety. Here is Moran. Little stutter step. Picks up the first down and goes out of bounds. Stops the clock. Good job by him. And we should mention that Sky Harder, who's got over 200 yards rushing for the Demons, was actually the state newspaper here in the Columbia area. He was the state newspaper player of the week. He could have it back-to-back weeks there, John. <laughs> if he's not, I'll be shocked. Wow. I mean, the, just look at the performance tonight. It speaks for itself. I mean, goodness gracious. An impressive young man. Two receivers right, two left. Isaiah Haynes in this Fort Mill offense. 221 left. Got a slight chance to get back in this thing. 
Haynes going to throw far side. Caught immediately by the receiver slash tight end. That is Tanner Mays. And it's going to be a gain of about seven, eight yards here. 2.06 left. You know, even if they don't get in the end zone here, this is good reps for a two-minute drill offense, I think. You know, kind of running no huddle, having to pass quick. Three receivers left, one right. They don't have to do this a whole lot because they're more of a running team. Haynes going to throw this deep. Got a wide open receiver, Moran, and he can't hang on. I think a demon defender may have got a hand in there at the last moment there at the 10-yard line. Zion Tucker at the last second yeah, stuck up just knocked his it out. hand, and he's got yep. on white gloves, mm. and just that little bit in the face of Jason Moran caused the incompletion. Boy, he had a streaking Moran down the seam, and what a play by that DB. Just saved the touchdown. Another example of football being a game of inches. Wow. Mm. What a play. Two receivers left, two right. Back in the backfield, that's Grayson Deal. Oh, they run into each other. Haynes going to roll to his right. Now he's going to keep it himself. Gets close to the first down yard marker. And there's a late hit as he was drugged down well after he went out of bounds. And they are going to move this 15 yards up at the 136 mark of the fourth quarter. Going to go ahead and let you folks know that tonight Springs Insurance Defensive Player of the Game for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets going to give it to Gavin Brandwood. Had about a half dozen tackles, tackle for loss, and an interception tonight. So to commemorate tonight's performance, Gavin Brandwood receives a personalized and gray plaque. Our congratulations to Gavin Brandwood tonight. Springs Insurance, defensive player of the game for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. And tonight's Air Tech Heating and Air offensive player of the game for the Yellow Jackets is Dylan Schaefer. He was selected for his two touchdown receptions here against Lugolf Elgin to commemorate tonight's performance. Dylan receives a personalized and gray plaque. Our congratulations to Dylan Schaefer, tonight's Air Tech Heating and Air Offensive Player of the Game. So we're going to have a quick whistle here, and a flag comes in. I'm not sure what exactly happened on that play. It was miscommunication as the player just went down. As soon as he, and it was Haynes, and he just went down on the field and a flag came in. That's a false start on Fort Mill. Yeah, it's just been basically a, a hanky fest all night long, <laughs> and, and I'm really surprised that the officials, they're going to have to get some sort of massage for their rotator cuffs with all the flags <laughs> that have been flying all night long. It's, it's been crazy. I, I was wondering who was going to say it first, and it, and, it, and it was you. With 90 seconds left in the game, you got it in. <laughs> that good, was the bet anyway. Good job by you. Here is Jason Moran, far side of it. Always oh, ripped down. There's a face mask. Four flags come in. Boy, every single official throwing a flag in on that one. That was a no doubter. Moran was drugged down by his face mask, and that's going to be another 15 yards at the 123 mark. It's 27 to 14. Listen, if Fort Mill can get in here, We've seen them recover an onside kick this season. We know they can execute that. That they can, but here's a stat that's going to drive Matt Campbell absolutely insane. His running back has over 200 yards on the ground tonight, right? Mm -hmm. They now have over 200 yards of penalties. Wow. You cannot do that, especially with region play right around the corner for the, the Demons of Lugolf Elgin in a region where they could be a playoff team. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't think about it that way, but look at that region and what's happened so far. Lugolf Elgin could go to the postseason. First and 15 throw over the middle. That's pass interference. That was a no-doubter. He impeded the route and the receiver. 
I don't know why he's pleading his innocence. That's about as clear-cut as it gets. I mean, he was on him like a cheap suit. I mean, he turned around the receiver right in front of the official. You know how on the commercial, Manning, uh, Manning Kimmel says, on my ride, you, you just hit the button to let the driver know that when you want to get off the ride? <laughs> that time the defender didn't do that. You get called for a penalty on a free ride like that. But that's going to push the ball all the way inside the 10-yard line. And, again, Matt Campbell and his entire coaching staff is out at the numbers and he is welcoming the players with the red jerseys. And yeah. Let's just say they're fit to be tied. <laughs> Time out on the field. We will keep it right here. Once again, we will have the end zone coming up. If you are listening for the first time and you want to hear one of the absolute best, and I mean best, programs in the state of South Carolina and local uh, high school sports, it is the end zone, giving you a recap of all the games with highlights, local calls, recaps from the sportscasters, and scores from around the state. Matthew Cray will have the end zone with all of the sportscasters. We won't be there because it's going to take us a little bit to get back to Rock Hill, but you'll uh, hear some calls from this game, and you'll hear our recap. Well, you talked about it a while ago. we got to get back on Highway 1 to get out of here. It's going to take a minute <laughs> yeah. or two to get out of here. Hey, folks, here are all the action of Carolina Panther football starting at high noon with the pregame show followed by play-by-play here at Sunday on Interstate 107 as our Carolina Panthers travel to the Meadowlands in New Jersey to take on the New York football Giants. Very interesting game there, especially with uh, the way the Giants went for two, won that game. Oh, between and that and the Russell Wilson 64-yarder there. How did they boo Russell Wilson in Seattle? I wonder what's going to ask you the same thing. I, I don't no know. No one has been able to give me an answer on that. Just no answer. All right, so out of the timeout, 27-14 your score. Minute 14 left on the clock. Boy, they have taken their time getting out to the field here. And this is a break, if you ask me. This is actually a break for the Demons of Lugolf Elgin. It gives them a chance to collect their sure. themselves, get yeah. a break, get a breather, kind of calm everything down. So first and goal inside the 10 for Fort Mill. Can they get another score on the board? Try to get Ellie to jump. Haynes looking back, pardon me, to the sideline and Rob McNeely. Haynes looks back over the defense, man in motion, going to hand off. No, going to keep it himself. Haynes tries to get to the end zone, to the pylon. Doesn't look like he quite got there. He's going to be at the goal line at the one. Did he lose that ball? He did. Oh, it, my gosh. He lost the ball at the last moment, it didn't, and it, somehow they recovered it inbounds before it went out. So here's what happened. Isaiah was going to the ground. He fumbled the football, wow. and one official, I think he was reaching for his beanbag, but he threw his flag instead. But Isaiah did lose the football when he got outside the numbers, and two demon defenders jumped on it at the two-yard line. Now, there is a flag that did come in from the back judge on that play, so there could be a penalty, but that is another turnover, and if it stays that way, that's the fourth fumble of the night on the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. It's really tough to win a football game, no matter who you are and whoever your opponent is, when you turn it over four times. Yeah. Luke Golf Elgin turned it over four times last year in the Fort Mill victory, and turnabout's fair play tonight in mm. what appears to be a Demons victory. Yeah, four turnovers for the Yellow Jackets have doomed them. And Lugolf Felge is going to have this ball deep in their own territory. I don't know how they kept that in bounds, John. I mean, he was lunging for the pylon, lost that ball, and I just thought he went out of bounds, but that ball came loose, and a demon player was able to recover it before he slid out. I would love to see an instant replay on that. 
the only thing I can come up with, and, and again, we were guarded by the mass of humanity that, that circled Isaiah, but the only thing I think of is when he reached out, like you said, with the football to get to the pylon, when you do that, it's a really risky play, especially when you have a lot of defenders around you, and, and there was four of them right there for Lugolf Elgin, and one of them just batted the ball away, but you're right, how they were able to recover it right there. I mean, they're right by the sideline where they marked the football, which is where Isaiah Haynes laid on the ground for a while injured. Thankfully, he's back up and walking on the Fort Mill sideline. But goodness gracious, and Lugolf Elgin, that's a game-saving tackle because, like you said, Fort Mill scores there, kicks the extra point, onside kick. It could have been game on, yeah. but that's by the boards now. 106 left. Ball's going to be in their own four-yard line for Lugolf Elgin. They're just going to run this clock out. Yellow Jackets do have all three timeouts left. Going to run straight ahead. That's Sky Harder. Why not? And who else? <laughs> and he's going to get a short gain and a timeout called by Fort Mill. We'll do it with him. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Have an electrical need? I'm Jonathan Brown. And whether it's a light switch, fan change, or even new fuses, or even a whole house, at Jonathan Brown Electric, we have it all covered. As a lifelong resident of York County, I'm here to serve you. I am fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Call me at 704-936-899. The relationship you have with yourself should always come first. And here at Family Trust, we couldn't agree more. You should come first, which is why you are at the forefront of what we do. Your needs, your wants, your goals, and your finances. See if you're eligible for membership by visiting FamilyTrust.org or contacting our digital branch at 1-800-367-4100. What's better than being a priority with your financial institution? Family Trust is federally insured by NCUA. Back on the OTS Sports Network, high school football on our Friday nights. Next week, we'll have another slate of games for you as your Fort Mill Yellow Jackets will be back home in the confines of Bob Jones Stadium as they play host to the York Cougars. It looks like they're going to get a big win over Rock Hill tonight. And it will be Indian Land taking on Parkwood. I'll have that game with Matt Hires. Haven't got to work with him in quite some time, so that'll be nice. Be prepared for the notebook. Yeah, the notebook, yes. yes. Matt hires in the notebook. With the plethora of data. <laughs> Matt tried to tell us earlier today he was bad at bath. Shenanigans. <laughs> I love Matt hires because, listen, all these OTS sportscasters are so well prepared, including yourself. You've always got to bring your A game. But Matt hires in particular will always have, like, at least two or three stats they're like deep dives, yes. like time of possession and, you know, going back in the record books from 20, 30 years ago. And uh, I tell you what, working with the OTS sports crew, they they all keep you on your A game. I still remember when you rolled your eyes at me on Palmetto Mornings when I said that we were all football nerdalicious. And <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's true, but really and truly, folks, it's just a passion. And, and basically, we just take a lot of pride in trying to bring you fine folks the game for those who can't make it to the stadium try to paint the picture the best way we possibly can and we appreciate you fine folks and also our sponsors wouldn't be here without y'all thank you so it's going to be a handoff straight ahead to sky harder bounces it off tackle and he's going to be drug out of bounds that will stop the clock near the 20 yard line and that will pick up a first down for the demons and all but do it and force fort mill to either Use their last timeouts or let L.E. take the victory formation and come out of here with a victory. And it looks like they're going to let them run this clock out. 
Rob McNeely not going to worry about calling a timeout here. 42 seconds left. They're getting in the victory formation. Sky Harder lines up way back to the goal line. Jake Morris at his own 15 out of that shotgun. I'll tell you, Fort Mill continues to play hard and just coming up short yet again. And that is going to be a... Yeah, that'll do it. 19 seconds left, and they're going to let the clock run out, and Lugoff Elgin wins three straight as they knock off the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. 27-14, Fort Mill falls to 0-5. You've been listening to Fort Mill High School Football here on WRHI.com. This broadcast is a copyrighted presentation of the OTS Sports Network. Tonight's technical producer and our halftime host was Stephen Stone. Our studio engineer was Bradley Moore. Be sure to tune in again next week on WRHI 100.1 and Comporium Cable Channel 103 as Fort Mill takes on York. For a complete listing of next Friday's games, check your radio listener guide or go to WRHI.com and see where you can hear your favorite team. This is Tyler Cup and behalf of my owner and partner, John Turner. We thank you for making our broadcast a part of your Friday night. Once again, the final score, Lugolf Elgin 27, Fort Mill 14. Good night now.